And welcome to another episode of A Talk of Opportunity, a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons and all things tabletop. And with me as usual, Andrew. Hello. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Jose. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastically. Have you been getting rain where you're at? A little bit, but I never go outside, so it doesn't matter. Oh my god, we we finally got rain yesterday, and I was like... A- Andy Dufresne at the end of Shawshank Redemption. Just like, <laughs> ah, just like reaching up into the sky. <laughs> Theresa and your dog are like, what the fuck is happening out there? <laughs> uh, I was actually standing outside for like 30 minutes and Teresa's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just looking at the rain. Isn't it beautiful? Like, like as it like litters my dead grass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Andrew, today I have a we have a quite a quite a full episode for us, for, for our listeners. This one's going to be jam-packed. With everything and more. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Be there or be squares. Jose Monsalve squares off against Andrew. <laughs> they, they fight over the latest release from Dungeons and from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> I tell you, it's my event, Jesse. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, no hits below the belt. Ding, ding. <laughs> Got a gun. <laughs> Did nobody check him? Before he got in the ring. <laughs> I've heard about no drugs, but a gun. <laughs> we, we, we checked him for steroids. We didn't even look for a gun. <laughs> Where was he keeping that? He was naked. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, shit. We're not talking about wrestling. We're talking about factions today. I was thinking more like bare knuckle boxing, but yeah, sure. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I also talked to WebDM, and they like us. about factions all the factions of the forgotten you just kind of skimmed over that last part <laughs> there right before the music <laughs> yes andrew i i went i went out of my way and i was like hey let me let me let me let me slide into web dms dms <laughs> let me you know what let me uh let me see how old jimmy's doing it's, it's been a minute since i've talked to him <laughs> yeah you know my good friend <laughs> yeah jim davis you know, uh, you know. You know. John, Jonathan Pro, we, we went to school together. Yeah, you know how, how far back. We, so Andrew, we I talked. To, Aren't they in Texas? Yes, I never been <laughs> okay. to Texas. It was so, an online class. Andrew, I spoke with WebDM. I'm pretty sure it wasn't them. It was Sam, their CEO. But still, it was part of WebDM. Right. And I was like, Yo, hey, you have a new Kickstarter happening. Do you mind if we hey, talk about this? Can we be cool? Listen, you know, hey, bro. Hey. Listen, listen. I know this cute little project you have going on here is like starting to pick up some traction. We wanted to know if maybe we could lend some coverage. <laughs> yes, to, to, to all of our two <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Cut, cut back to Kevin sitting alone waiting for us to go live on a yeah! Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> with like the two flags and yeah. like a talk of opportunity hat that he had to create because we do not have much. Yeah. <laughs> I think this guy's okay, but yeah. <laughs> there, it's a solid C plus podcast. Well, Heather is gardening, listening to us on her little headphones. It's just kind of like, you know, just 
She uses this to go to sleep. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, so we have some stuff for you guys. We uh, we got to preview some of uh, WebDM's later, la- latest uh, Kickstarter with their new, brand new book, We Are Wastelands. Ooh, from the worlds of WebDM. Ah! Whoa, yeah. Oh, spook. Actually, it's not spooky. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so. so, yes. Uh, but that'll be later in the episode. Before that, we have to talk about factions. Something. And before that, about. we got to talk about good old beer. Oh, yeah, beer. <laughs> Ain't that America? What are you but, drinking no. today, Andrew? Hold on. I got to reach for my glass. You and your American beer. I, 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 like, pulled my shoulder or something. It's so weird. Can you stop breaking? I am drinking a Goose Island IPA. Ooh, which one? Just the one that says IPA. Oh, just a regular flagship IPA? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I didn't get anything fancy this time around. Tropical have you had their ne- Juicy Hops. Have you had their Next Coast IPA? Oh, this is it. This is a Next Coast IPA. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, this looks delicious. I'm, I'm, I am having I'm holy parched. crap. I'm having fancy papers. Uh, that is Cigar mm. City's hazy IPA. Does it taste like paper? No, I, it's false advertising. No, if, if it tastes like paper, there's something wrong. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you have a beer and it tastes like paper, it's gone bad. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Oh, bad, I didn't bad, know it was a thing. Bad beer tastes like wet paper. So, yeah. So, so and believe me, isn't I've, that how natural ice tastes like? Yeah, <laughs> tastes like cardboard. It actually does taste like wet cardboard. This, however, tastes delicious. It's juicy and is really not that much of an IPA bitterness at the end, which I'm not going to complain about. But yeah, same with this next ghost. It's pretty good. A it's lot of people definitely definitely a solid IPA. A lot of people were really worried about Goose Island because I think they were bought bought out by the Anheuser Busch company or something. Oh. Like that. It was either like Anheuser Busch or Michelob. It was like one of those big names. So they were like, oh, well, crap. There goes all the good beer from Goose Island. But they're like, nope, just keep doing what you're doing. You're obviously, you know, huh. what, what, you, what you got is good. We're not going to change anything. We're just going to improve your well, distribution. At least they were they were wise enough to do to to let them do their thing. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than a company that's like, hey, we like what you're doing. We're going to buy you off, but then we got to do what we do with your Yeah, doing. and just completely rebrand yeah. it and, you know. Yeah. So It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So at, 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 at the very least, it seems like bigger corporations when it comes to beer, they know don't mess with it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> then that's yeah. Good. So mm. I don't think I can actually recall a time a big corporation has swooped in for a beer company and just like rechange There's, everything. I, e, e, like, e, EA's new branch is going to be all about beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to pay. You have to pay for the beer. You have to pay to open the beer. Then you have you to pay get, for flavor. You get a six pack, but you only get four cans. You yeah. have to pay extra for the other that, two that, cans. That's a DLC. And even then, it's like, hey, I ordered four loggers. Why are you giving me a stout? And it's like, well, it's a surprise mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> People pay extra for that. It's I not, didn't it's ask not, for a, it's, it's not gambling. It's a I didn't ask for an imperial stout. It gives me whiskey face. I wanted <laughs> I wanted a pilsner. Surprise! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll enjoy it. <laughs> Welcome to the Major Leagues, bitch. <laughs> it has such a depth of flavor, but I can't enjoy it. <laughs> that was that was me drinking Old Rasputin, by the way. I was like, I was like, this is the this is the best beer I'll probably never drink again. <laughs> you don't like stouts? 
it's just there's just something about it. There's something about like the really like strong like coffee punch yeah. at the end. I'm just like, mm. yeah, <laughs> this like is not refreshing. It's not. Stouts are not refreshing. Whoever says no. that a stout is refreshing, that's no, no. no oh. I, I I I can totally understand why people in Scotland just like drink stouts that, that are like room temperature for them. So mm-hmm. It's like sixty something degrees. Yeah, <laughs> so. but like have a stout with a good steak. Oof. Mm. I can I can see that. Or having or having like a good stout like for breakfast. Or yeah. with breakfast, yeah. you know. However, I think the most stout stout I've ever had was the, what's it called? Engine oil? That sounds. Does that sound familiar? I think it was engine oil. We had it at uh, Gods and Monster before they closed it down. The only the only stout I remember you having was the left hand stout, and that was a milk stout. That was very sweet. There was I had one called engine oil, something along those lines. And holy shit, that was like just chocolate, melted chocolate. That's what it was. It was just chocolate. Chocolate with a hint of beer. Let's see. Engine oil. Hmm. Old engine oil. Old engine oil. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. The one I had, I had Old Rasputin. I had Founders Breakfast Stout. I think I've had Founders um, Imperial Stout, which that was really good. Yeah, yeah, their Imperial Stout's really good. Founders has some really good stouts. It's just... I don't know. I just I just haven't had that breakthrough yet. You know, yeah. where it's like it's not like it's not like an IPA where like I built my palate up for yeah. it. Like it's just I haven't had that development yet. And I, I, love, might, I might I might never. So yeah. Whatever. Well, that's fine. That's fair. I mean, I love a stout. However, in Florida during the summer, no, thank you. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think much. that's the, I think that's the biggest problem. It's just way too hot. Yeah. Throughout all the throughout the entirety of the year to have a stout. Yeah. 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 Like for like for me, the perfect stout weather is when it's so cold you can smell the winter air yes you know <laughs> yes now that's 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 what stout should be reserved to andrew a year ago did you ever think i will enjoy so many ipas now no absolutely you did this you made me like ipas i'm good proud j- of you good job <laughs> star of forehead <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> just gonna put that star right in your forehead <laughs> right all right, so that's the 30-minute requirement. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I spread beer influence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should be a beer influencer. <clears throat> give me that Corona, child. <laughs> I, will, I will show give, you the give him a Give him a double dry IPA. Have this. <laughs> Here's this Imperial IPA. I don't like what? it. You will. <laughs> you, you will learn to love it. Their mouth Here's- dries up. They become a prune. Here's this impossibly like small brew. (laughs) But you have to drink it now. It's gonna go. It's gonna go bad in the next ten minutes. Go. It it was bottled twenty minutes ago. The hops. The hops start expiring now. (laughs) It's also still warm from the distillery. (laughs) Wait, what if you had a cereal brewery? (laughs) Have it. You will appreciate it. And it's I knew just, a guy it's, named it's, it's Dave just, that brewed this. It's just a silver can. It has no branding or anything. It's just like in a travel mug. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why does it have stuff in it? Don't worry about it. It's unfiltered. It's an unfiltered hazy IPA. You wouldn't know because you don't have the knowledge, child. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn it. Andrew. We already completed our thirty-minute beer talk quota. We need to move on. One of these days, one of these days, we're gonna forget about what we were talking. Yeah. about. <laughs> an hour and thirty minutes. I was like, 
Oh, yeah. Factions. Yeah, they're cool. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Yeah. I mean, I th- I, I would, I'd probably say, like, my favorite ninth level spell is probably weird. Anyways, if you want to, if you want more episodes like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. All right. Factions. 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 I got two questions about factions. What's up? One. That's what two. are, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got two questions about factions. Can I ask him? Okay, that's one. Shit. <laughs> you got me? <laughs> okay, no. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I forgot we're working on genie rules here. <laughs> <laughs> Granted. <laughs> that's another monster we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the factions of Faerun. One, how influential do they seem to be in the world of the Sword Coast? And two, how prevalent are they? Like, does everybody know who the factions are, or is it just like it comes insider down, knowledge? It comes down to the faction. All right, that's the episode right. for today. You guys have a wonderful. <laughs> Back to this IPA talk. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, yes, they are. It really just depends on the faction. Just like, it's like you're asking me, you know, uh, does everybody know about Waterdeep in the fear in, 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 in the Sword Coast? Yes, maybe. No. Some people, like, in the woods or whatever, they're like, water who? What, you know what I mean? Huh, what? Like, yeah, of course the water's deep. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um,. It depends. Some factions want to be known. Some factions don't want to be known. Um, and how prevalent they are is based on, it's up to the DM. Technically, they're everywhere, you know, in, 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 in the in fear of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, but it's up to the DM to be like, I want this specific faction to uh, be here. You know, they're running this town. Um, right. Some factions are based on different cities. Um like, and I'll, I'm going to go through them, and some of them you, you're going to be able to tell, like, oh, this is definitely a Waterdeep-type faction. This is a Baldur's Gate-type faction. This is a Neverwinter faction. You know, okay. so they do have, like, a, like a quote-unquote headquarters where they are uh, located and such. Um, I was just asking because they're, like, I, I don't know a whole lot about the factions, but, like, there are some that's, like, obviously this guy's, like, these guys will be... Like on the forefront, like everyone will, well, not everyone will know, but just be like, oh, hey, this is like, you know, stamped on, yeah, like uh-huh. heraldry and stuff like yeah. that. And then there's some like you, like the normal, the normal layperson will never know this faction even existed. Yep, it's it's honestly, uh, you know, you can think of it like uh, intelligence agencies uh, in the real world during Cold War. Okay, you know, people know that there's something going on, but they didn't know that the KGB was a thing until after. Mm-hmm. You know that kind or of stuff. That, snaz or anything. Yeah, like yeah, that. like that, that kind of stuff. And, and, and they all operate similarly the same way. Like some of them are very like bureaucratic and all oh, paperwork. All this. Some of them are like fuck that. We're sending two guys in to take this guy out. Type type situation. <laughs> Wet workers. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and and you've you've dealt with this. I think in Waterdeep, uh, you per- personally, in the <clears throat> the adventure that we're gonna talk about. Um, <clears throat> yes, that one. And in one in Storm King's Thunder, it was also it was also very um, uh, the, the the faction had a, a big role in the adventure. But then we played uh, Avernus, and technically a faction, more like a cult. <laughs> you know, it, there wasn't really any factions. In, the Flaming uh, Fist is a faction. 
Right. Okay. Well, I, I was talking about like like the big. I guess. What? Well, how many is there? Like, there's five. There's a, there's a lot. No, no. But I'm talking about like the the most prevalent ones. Yeah. Like. So there is the Harpers, the Lords Alliance, the Emerald Enclave, the Order of the Gauntlet, Force Grain, the Flaming Fist, the Santarum, the Red Wizards of Fae, the Kraken Society, the Brigand, the Artha, uh, the Senators <laughs> Guild, and that's it. And obviously, some of these are more cultish than actual. See, now here's the factions. thing. Now, I know, like, Lord's Alliance and Emerald Enclave, those are, like, proper, like, yeah, organizations. Like, like, like you could say they're government organizations. Mm. But, like, Bregan, Bregan, well, uh, maybe maybe not the Emerald Enclave, but the Lord's Alliance is definitely, like, we're trying to establish a yeah, network yeah, yeah. of democracy. Yeah, yeah. So that's, right. that's 100% political. But, like, Bregan, Darth, and uh, Xanathar's go, which for anyone that doesn't know, Bregan, Darth is, like, it's, it's a, it's a, Member, it's like a drow gang, isn't it, or yep, something like that, or like, like the drow of, mafia, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be like a criminal organization, not really so much a faction? Yeah, but they're big enough to the point that they're it's essentially a faction. And in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, I think it comes down to essentially hold on to essentially be part of like. For me, it's all flavor, man. You can make you obviously you can make your own faction yeah. or whatever, but like the reasons why they're here, it's not necessarily to be like, oh. Uh, not spoiler. Zoom uh, game, you know, like oh, they're in Waterdeep, therefore there's an evil. Like no, it's 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 just does your character know it? Why does it know it? Does it make it interesting? Go for it. It's there's no major like established like oh, Waterdeep has this many districts type situation. So would you say like Bregg and Darth and Xanathar's Guild is kind of like akin to? Like the Italian mafia in yeah. like 1970s New York, where it's like they're actually so deep yep. into the infrastructure. Okay, all right. Very much like that. Yes, exactly. Okay. Excellent. Yes, that is awesome. Yes, and you have so you have the factions that you have. You have the the goody two shoes factions, or like oh, you gotta protect the the good citizens of the land. You have the the gray middle ground, like well, they're paying me enough. Uh, I don't know. And then you have mm-hmm. like the the dark side where like <laughs> all the gold of you is mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The morally questionable at best. Yeah, right. So <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, I paint houses kind of guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can call me the wolf. <laughs> Give him one, yeah. one gold coin. They clean up the, the scene. <laughs> yeah. How, how far are you? Two kilometers. I'll be, I'll be there in a short rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're drinking coffee in somebody's house covering yeah. blood. Does, yes. my, does, does my house say dead orc storage? What? Does my house say dead orc storage? No, then why is there a dead orc in my house? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that and not the other one. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> Only Quentin Tarantino can say that, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not stepping into that. <laughs> Samuel, Samuel Jackson gave him a lifetime pass. I'm yeah, right. <laughs> some gourmet shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're having, like, mead from across the way. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. But, yes, yeah, so, yes, those are what factions are in in uh, the Forgotten Realms. I am sure there's a shit ton more that I don't know. These are just the main ones that I've experienced myself, that I've did a little research, the ones that I've seen. Most of the names... Some of those I recognize, and not for a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can go through those here in a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> but yes, I love factions because it adds a lot of flavor to um to to the stories and it has the ability to give you an NPC right off the bat. 
Well, it, that too, but also it gives you like a sort of like, I guess like a network. Yeah. For to to kind of justify like do like do you really do you guys really think you're the only heroes right. in this world or something right. like that or or like do you really think that just because you're a level ten adventurer there's not like an evil counterpart right you know right so there's like, like there's like a an evil and also thing to pull from yeah and also something that I wish like a lot more players realize that if you you can always ask your DM to be part of a faction if it makes sense I allow it a hundred percent but mm-hmm. also those factions allow the players to have amazing role-playing sessions where all they do is look for information that benefits the story. You know what I mean? You know how, like, DMs usually yeah. struggle with, like, how do I give this information? I, do, I, do, I struggle with that a lot. Like, how do I give this information to, to, to players without making it, you know, too hand-holdy? You know, but if they say they're part of the Harpers, well, then yeah, naturally they're they're part of like a spy network. Right. So they would, you know, like like they'd be walking along, and all of a sudden someone's just like, <laughs> right? Or you know, are you walking? Are you walking around in a in a town square uh, screaming a horse's name, and then a horse talks to you? <laughs> a talking horse. <laughs> Uh, that was actually one of that was actually one of the best <laughs> one of the best things I remember from Water Deep Dragonized. I actually barely remember. The only thing I remember is all the parts I ate shit in. <laughs> that well, remember you guys, which were many. Roll the yeah. footage. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a, a musical number of yeah. me getting blown out, blown out of rooms, blown off of rooftops, <laughs> like like <laughs> making my death save and rolling a twenty and then getting shot in the head immediately. <laughs> I'm okay, guys. <laughs> Hey y'all, I live. <laughs> <laughs> but like yes, there's there's a lot of different uh factions out there. Um and it does add a lot and, and, and like I said, the whole talking horse thing in Waterdeep, that was one of the ones that I feel was the most like spy network type situation that you guys dealt with personally. Mm-hmm. I think that'd also be pretty neat in a role play perspective where it's like someone's like, Hey, I'm part of the um Harper. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was it? The stone hands, the gray hands, the junior force, gray hands. Force, force gray. Yeah, force gray. Where it's like, oh, hey, I'm part of force gray. I'm like, okay, so you're lawful good. So now your your faction knows you are lawful good. So they're gonna like hold you to that. Yeah. So it's like the like the like if you like if you try to break away from that, like you not only like now your alignment has cost because now you're gonna start like potentially losing you're gonna lose your dental yeah. if you go out if you're alive <laughs> your salary is gonna be gone no curse it my pension <laughs> I was one day away from retirement but I'm just saying that would be really neat if like if like you have a character who's like oh yeah I'm lawful neutral and then they and then they pull like some chaotic evil act well then someone for force gray is gonna be like what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> you know yeah, like didn't that happen to you guys Kind of, kind of, but not not as much as I felt like it should have. There really should have been like a turn on your badge and your gun moment. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was my second chance and I blew it. God damn it, Halloween! You're a loose cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yes. All right, so now I'm gonna go over the specific ones, and most of these is you probably seen or heard before. So the first one of the list is the Harpers. Okay, their symbol is a harp. And I think the colors is like green and gold, if I believe correctly. I believe so. Yeah, mostly spellcasters and spies. So these these guys are the CIA. They're the they're like 
keeping tabs on everybody, making sure nobody's abusing their power. You know, you wouldn't really know that these guys exist unless you did the whole, like, knock on the door three times, say a code word, knock at the bottom of the door, open the, twist the, the knob three times, somebody opens, they give you a wink, you give the, the other wink or whatever, like, what, you know, like, that's very secretive, like, uh, undercover espionage type situation. These are the guys they will call you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how to contact <laughs> the Harpers. Yeah, um, but they know how to contact you. Yeah. These guys are all about the Robin Hood uh, stereotype. Uh, protect the poor, the, the innocent. You know, if, if something's happening and somebody's abusing their power, they step in. They don't step you know, in. They don't step in like, oh, where are the Harpers? Ta-da! No, no. They're like fucking do, you know, a charm spell of someone, you know, uh, make sure that they do the opposite thing that we're going to do and avoid conflict that way. You know, you say that they protect the poor, and yet in Dragon Heist, they were helping out the elite. Curious. <laughs> Are you sure it was the Harpers? I'm pretty sure it was the Harpers. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I mean, uh, 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 <coughs> what adventure are you like talking dart, about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see nothing. <laughs> Flies up. I mean, okay. So if you had to put an alignment for the Harpers, where what of the nine of the three by three grid, where would you put the Harpers at? Chaotic, good. Kind of chaotic, good. Sort of going towards neutral. Yeah. Okay. They're definitely right. not lawful because they will. They are, like I said, they are the ones that break in and make things things happen. Somebody gets the right information for things to move along, you know? Well, yeah, they work in the shadows. Yeah, all, f- all for w- the greater good, you know, just doesn't mean that, oh, we can't break into the house because the law said so. Okay, so is it, so I, I'm, I'm kind of picturing this is more like the Assassin's Guild from, like, from like Assassin's Creed, where yeah. it's like, yeah. where it's like certain people yeah. have, like, networks of influence. For the greater good, the greater yeah. good. The greater good. Stop saying that. <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> the greater good. <laughs> yeah. The, these... A big bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not the Harpers. <laughs> the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> the greater good. Um, so, yes, the Harper are the spies. They are the intelligence network. The good guys. Okay. Then we have... Are they the good guys? The good though? guys, Andrew. They're the good guys, dude. I can Okay, so so I can obviously... There, there is the Harpers, and then there's another faction, which we're going to go over. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But I could totally see how there is a definite gray area where it's like, depending on your perspective, the Harpers might be the bad guys, and the other yeah. guys might be the good guys. It's yeah. all just a matter of, like, where you look at it. Yeah. You know? You know, um, and the fun thing with all these factions is that they're all human. Just because they're doing this specific thing doesn't mean that there is a, you know, like a wanted, the movie wanted type where, like, the guy who's been, like, decoding the 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 code is playing the code because somebody else can read that. You know, like, doesn't mean that they're not doing something for the wrong reasons, not knowing that it's for the wrong reasons. Right. You know, so, like, this this is all, again, uh, opportunities for story development, in my opinion. Yeah. I think, I, I think it'd be really interesting to have a good aligned character in the Harpers, but then they have to do morally questionable things. But it's like, no, no, you don't understand the domino effect this right. will have. Right. You know, like, like, yes, you it could be like, an, an internal struggle. Yeah. 
yeah, like like yes, you do have to assassinate this charismatic person that's beloved by millions, but you but what you don't understand is that this is going to cause this to happen exactly. and it will actually it will actually help us in the future, you yeah. know. So Yeah, so. At that moment of man, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to do this, but like uh as you did. Yeah, actually you kinda did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you think you're here? <laughs> yeah. So yes, the harbors. Then we have the Lord's Alliance. Do you know anything about the Lord's Alliance? The only thing I know about the Lord's Alliance is that this is probably the most publicly known faction. And it's just like, hey, we are establishing a network of democracy amongst civilizations. So it's like all along the Sword Coast, there's going to be someone that's like, this is the Lord's Alliance office. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. You know, yeah. So. Uh, yes and no. I mean, you say democracy, but I, I know what you're trying to say with it. It's not necessarily like, oh, we're bringing peace to everybody. It's more like, Hey, if we don't stop Tiamat from taking over the Sword Coast, none of us are gonna have a city to 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 protect or have riches or you know control or whatever. Right. Um, these guys are not necessarily in for protecting the weak and the poor. They're like protecting the kingdom because if there's no kingdom, well, fuck me, right? So this this would probably be like the armed guards of yes, yes, okay, yeah. These uh, are. Obviously, their main force are adventurers, um, and one of the biggest things that they did recently with 5e is that they were one of the ones that, and I didn't play the stories, the, the game, the module, so I'm not 100% sure, but I know they had a big role in uh, stopping Tiamat, the, the Queen of Dragons. Okay. Um, so that was like one of the big moment, glory moments for them recently. Um, the coalition uh, consists of the following, and because I, I actually looked this up. So you have Lord the Gold, Never Remember, of Neverwinter. You have Lady Lady Larel Silverhand of Waterdeep. You have Lord Tyam Hornblade. We met her, or you, did we? No. Mm. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> uh, you mm. have Lord Tyam Hornblade of Sil- Silverly Moon, and Queen Dag Dagnabit of Mithril Hall. Um, I mean, dag nabbit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dag nabbit. Uh, it's too easy though, so it's Pete. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, so this coalition again, it's just, it really is just a bunch of people in power trying to keep their power when okay. it's something big enough. You know what I mean? So I, I said it was the armed guard, but this seems more like the United Nations. Useless until the very last minute, and even then, questionable. No, I, I, I was going to say, it's like the United Nations, except they actually do something. Ha-ha, <laughs> All right, that's it for today. <laughs> that's how you can tell it's a fantasy, because they do something. Um, yes. <laughs> what? A genocide in Rwanda? No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, we're not getting there. We're not going no, there. We're not. Let, let, let's stick with the Forgotten Realms. Yes, <laughs> I can agree that they're like the... They're, they're like the um... What? A genocide in Chult? No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Andrew. <laughs> yes, their their public face is very much like, oh, the Lord's Alliance will protect everybody. Um, right. But they're very much like always, like all, of, all of these lords and ladies are always fighting with each other. They don't really trust one another. It's just they all have a common, um, what's it called? A common, uh, like, not a goal, what's it, a common threat. Purpose? Yeah, like... Like like I said, like Tiamat is gonna come up and kill all these cities. The Lord's Alliance steps in because, again, whatever. And, and even then, like if it's attacking Neverwinter, Waterdeep is like, well, I, I kind of benefit from that. But then you have more dragons coming to uh, Waterdeep, 
and they're like, oh well, I guess I step in now. It's it's, it's that flaky. Like it's not necessarily oh, like okay. So so, so the front face is yes, the Lord's Alliance had gauntlet, you know, like or whatever. But, but then it is kind of like a fragile alliance. Yeah, it's very and, fragile. Like it can it, it can crumble really easily. Um, I mean, I can I I can see how the Lord's Alliance can be like something akin to like the actual government, where it's like y- yes. It is doing a lot of good, but there's so much bureaucratic yeah. red tape yeah. BS that's yeah. like like there's like a lot of a lot of commoners squabbling about it and stuff yeah. like that. And and, so. and, 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 and like their you know, their main force as adventurers that seek like glory and, and gold and riches. Um so honestly they don't have like a loyal force themselves that mm-hmm. will die for the Lord's Alliance. Does that make hmm. sense? Like, it's not like... I'm going to go a little forward here, but it's not like the Flaming Fist. You're a member of the Flaming Fist. Yes, you're a mercenary. You're an asshole. But you're fiercely loyal to Baldur's Gate. Right. You know? This guy is it's not that. It's... Uh, I like to think of it, and I had an example, like the, the Kingdoms of the North in Game of Thrones. Okay. You know what I mean? They, they, they're all behind... Well, and there's a little bit more idealistic, because they're all behind the, the Starks. You know, like, rile behind the, their banner. But but even but it's then, like, but it's like when when the when the Starks house fell, it kind of got a little bit more brittle. Yeah. And then like, like, why would I stand uh, for you when you, you that kind like, of bullshit? I, like I should technically go for the Boltons because that's the new guy. Right. But like also, I was loyal to the yeah, Starks. Exactly. And, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the Lord's Alliance. So yes, they, okay. while they very much will like the commoners to be like, oh my god, the Lord's Alliance, we're gonna be safe forever, and for the most part, that's kind of like the vibe they give. Behind the scenes, it's a complete mess. Yeah, I, I imagine there's a lot of inner squabbling amongst, yes. like, you know. Yeah. Like, why should I give a shit about... Baldur's Gate's already a shithole. Let's yeah. give that burn it down. Like, oh, okay, fine. Now it's on my doorstep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the, the, the icons for these guys because I forgot. It's it's it, it's like it's like a fist over like a purple herald, isn't it? Uh, or no, am I thinking of something else? No, no, no it's, it's, a, it's a crown. crown. Red, yeah. uh, grim, crimson, uh, <laughs> the colors of Gryffindor, crimson and gold. Uh. <laughs> um, but yes, so that's the the Lord's Alliance, and now let's move on to one of the more whimsical and nice ones. Uh, the, oh God, please don't say Emerald Enclave. The Emerald Enclave. Uh. The people a that, bunch like, of hippies. The people that like chain themselves to a tree, like don't cut this down. <laughs> so you have the Lord's Alliance, very bureaucratic, and then you have the passionate Emerald Enclaves. And what I mean, passionate Fucking yerba mate yeah. drinking. <laughs> yes, they're a bunch of hippies, but goddamn it, they believe in what they're fighting for. So well, I mean, that's what to makes be strong. To be fair, this is a world where like nature has magical powers. Yeah, and that stuff. too, and like. Yeah, like groves can like lead into the Feywild, so yep. I can totally understand. Like, yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me correct my stance here. I have absolutely nothing against nature. I seem to be. I seem to sound very anti. Take down the trees. <laughs> what do the trees ever do for me? Coal and fo- fossil fuels for me. I'm the Lorax. I speak for the trees. <laughs> if you cut down this tree, I'll break your fucking knees. Fun fact: That's the leader of the Emerald Enclave. The Lorax. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But but yeah, this guy is consists in a bunch of like wilderness, like survivalists. So you have like rangers, druids, uh, fair bulgs in there, like people who really like really are into nature and and, and thrive there. They they have problems not adjusting, but uh, keeping nature from 
uh, civilization from destroying each other. Like, that's their constant struggle. Like, okay, yes, uh, this small town was here close to trees, which was fine, until they started building walls and and brick roads, or not brick roads, stone roads, and now they're taking down trees to, like, you know that. Then it's like, hey, if you guys keep doing this, the spirits of the trees are going to come and fuck right. you up. You know, like, it's it's, it's the, the, the people in the middle between the forces of civilizations, human moving into nature, and the raw pr uh, uh, primal power of nature itself. And again, you also have to remember, this is a world where people... Things are trees. Right. <laughs> like the trees come alive. Right. And stuff. Yeah. I all, I've always imagined the Emerald Enclave is suddenly where it's like it's like a weird like environmental thing. Like, oh, there's magic pollution. We'll send yep. the Emerald Enclave to yep. figure out what's going on yep. here. This will be the um, ones that are best fitted for it too. You send uh, members of the Lord's Alliance to in the middle of the woods, they'll fucking get chopped up by trees because they're mm -hmm. wearing heavy armor, shields, you know, but they have to survive to get to the point where they're supposed to fix whatever it is that they have to fix. I would actually, oh, you know what? I would love to have an adventure where there's a member of every faction and like the Lord's Alliance and the Emerald Enclave guys are squabbling because it's like, it's like, okay, I need the Emerald Enclave guy to get through the forest, but this dude, this fucking hippie better <laughs> shut <Yeah>. up. Because <laughs> we're going to build a road through this forest. He doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we're marking it. They have a little shock and they're just like marking the tree. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you putting, why are you putting little wooden sticks with like the orange plastic flag? On one of them has an, uh, a can of orange spray paint. <laughs> yes they got like that weird tripod camera yeah. <laughs> one, no no a little to the left uh, uh, yeah okay and it starts running down and up and up. what what is it doing <laughs> don't worry about yeah, it think... let's find the evil <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, let's let's go take care of those kobolds guys <laughs> okay. prime prime real estate <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this this will be my my new stronghold. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long does it take to get from here to here? As the crow flies, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but yes, the Emerald Enclave. Their sign, their 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 icon is a stag, green and gold. I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, green and gold. Or green I feel like the Emerald Enclave doesn't really get that much play. Like, it doesn't because a lot of. Like I said, a lot of adventures don't focus on wilderness exploration, which is a shame. Yeah, because I, I I I really feel like there there is a there's a place for every faction yeah. so far yeah. to really shine. Like you obviously said, the Lord's Alliance. I think it was what Horde of the Dragon Queen, yeah. and then we had the Harpers and Force Gray and Dragon Heist. Yeah. But like the Emerald Enclave is kind of like, oh yeah, hey, they're here. They kind of, <laughs> it's, they like, kinda, they it's kinda, like the Ringo Star yeah. of, of the factions. <laughs> they kind of, they kind of got a bit of a spotlight in Storm King's Thunder. But that's because every faction was freaked out by the onset of uh, giants just rampaging through everywhere. You know. Okay. So like certain, like the large lions were like dealing with like stone giants and shit, and like the Emerald Enclave was dealing with like. Uh, hill giants you know like that it was like each one of them was concerned about different type of giants i'm just saying if if anybody that's listening that's going to be in my in the next adventure wants to be a faction i'm totally down for it 
Guys, there's ways I can work it in there. <laughs> so I want to, I want to be a member of the Flaming Fist. No, <laughs> damn it, Andrew. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a member of the Flaming Fist. There's a lot of ice around here. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Melt. That's not how it works. You know that, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> Punch in the snow. I, I got burning hands from being in the flaming fist. That's, I don't think <laughs> it's just it is you see you see oh god who's the over Raven guard like no 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 he's he's got the right energy. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, he's he's a little confused, but he's got spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the Emerald Enclave, I almost said Captain Zodge there for a second. I was like, I was like, who, who's the guy that runs Flaming Fist? Not, not Captain Zodge. I know for a fact. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he runs you guys, not the. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Zodge should be running the Flaming Fist. That dude's terrifying. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys got such a like impression from Captain Zodge. <laughs> I, w I wanted him so bad to come back in the end for no reason. <laughs> Where's you guys? Just, uh, just beds. He's, he's falling. Head. He's falling th from the sky, like Avernus sky. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen Kill a Kill? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the teacher's like ah, <laughs> just like falling. <laughs> or like Peter from 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 the. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's just, just, just delivers an elbow straight to do that. Makes a hole through El Elturel. It's just, it's just, ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiamat never saw it coming. And it was an elbow that was so powerful, it shot Elturel <laughs> back up to the surface. Hey, maybe, maybe that'll be the next time I run that. <laughs> Revisions. <Yeah. laughs> big, big marker. <laughs> like, just older running guard. Captain Zosh. <laughs> oh, shit. It's, it's Captain Zosh in, in Avernus, but now he has two eyepatches. <laughs> I can see you, fuckers. <laughs> oh, don't worry about <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he has evolved. <laughs> he's too powerful. <laughs> Wait, you mean that his weakness was his eyesight? Yes. Now he has no weakness. <laughs> he flips it up and he has like the truce, I think, the best of your ass. I can see all the money you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> I smell gold on you. <laughs> He gets the benefit of dragons. It's like, wait, I, I thought that was only a dragon thing. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what would have been really cool if there was like, if there was like a mat. Uh, we're getting off topic, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up with this. It would have been really cool if there was like a magic curse or something that like Zaj put on us. So every time we got like it treasure, like, like some of it like went away. It's like, oh, this is my cut. <laughs> it just like <laughs> it just disappeared. Oh my god, that would have been amazing, Kevin. If you're listening, use. <laughs> Use Zaja's cuts curse. <laughs> <laughs> and like every time it disappears, there's a little receipt left behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, oh, you got like a hundred something gold and then you go look for it and there's like a paper. That's like, <laughs> it's like a tax form. Yeah. 
<laughs> with Captain Sludge's signature in his face. We appreciate your payment to the Flaming Fist. His face stamped on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. So what are we talking about? The crushing debt that we dealt with in Baldur's Gate. I got a little too fucking real with that part of the adventure. I like this. Ah, shit. All right, let's move on to the next one. I play this game to get away from my problems. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, my jaw hurts. The Order of the Gauntlet. Now, this is the one that we were a part of, wasn't it? No. You said Force Grave. I could have swore it was... No? Okay. (laughs) Um, right, what's the order of the gauntlet? These are the knights in shiny armor. These are the lawful good all the way to the white side of the spectrum. They're like, oh, we have to slay the dragon. And they show up with their horrors and their beautiful armor and they go forth and kill the evil one. And that's it. They require no payment or anything. It's all for the greater good. They're kind of boring, honestly. But like, they're like, yeah, all right, let's move on. Yeah, they're like, they're like. <laughs> If you envision, like, the knight in shiny armor, all of these guys are that. Copy and paste. Well, okay. So, immediately, I, in, in, in a way I can think of to spice it up, I would probably tie them in with, like, re- religious organizations. Okay. Because, obviously, if it's something that's like, oh, we're lawful good paladins. You yeah. know, stuff like that. Oh, we don't require payment because we don't need to because we're backed by the church. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah I, can, I, mean, I can see that. But these are the goody, the goody tissues. are like, here only to do good. The righteous light of my sword. Hmm. That yeah. does seem kind that, of boring. It is. It could also be corrupted in a way that, you know what I mean? Tied to real life, kind of like the 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 uh, what's it called when when the Catholic Church sent a bunch of people to kill the Jews. Uh, which part? <laughs> which no. time in history, buddy? You're gonna have to narrow that that down. No. The, the big one, the one, the one with the knights. The they, big one. The, the cross, the red cross, and they have. Uh, fuck, kill the, me. Not the Spanish the, Inquisition. The yeah, other but one. Uh, the 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 one, the big one, the the. They sent knights, and they were like, "Hey, all all your sins are gonna be forgiven by the church," because. They wanted the crusades. The crusades. There, okay. like that. You know, like <laughs> that time that you know the Catholics killed the Jews. You're gonna have to really fucking narrow that down, pal. <laughs> well, like think about it. it. Could be like corrupted in that sense. You know, like oh, the Order of the Gauntlet is coming. We're safe. Wait, why are they killing my friends? <laughs> oh, because it's ran by a bunch of Order of uh, sorry, like Order. No, no, Vow of Conquest. Uh, no, Oath of Conquest, Conquest Paladins. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we're conquesting evil. evil. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? and, 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 like, they're so rigid in their beliefs that they're doing good that it's really hard to, like, snap them out of them. So you have to fight a bunch of fucking knights. I okay. Like, I, can, I, I, I can see how this, with a little bit of work, it could be more interesting. But just on paper, it's like, oh, hey, we're the good guys. Yes. All exactly. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that could be a fun way to to spice them up a bit. But but on paper they're pretty. Okay. Cool. You're a knight. Thank you for saying this. I I I would probably use this for like new players. Where it's like, oh hey, this is your base of operation, and like this is how we can justify you having equipment and like yeah. finding quests yeah. and stuff. But like. Obviously, for more seasoned players, like what we have right now, like that's that's a little too vanilla. Yeah. Um, which is vanilla is a delicious flavor. It is. It's will, the best flavor. I will fight people to the 
death for Same. that anyways. <laughs> but I mean, like, as a concept, it's a little too vanilla. Yeah. I would obviously, like, prob- like you said, probably have him as, like, more of an opposing thing. Where it's like, wait, why is the Order of the Gauntlet going against, like, the Harpers? Like, yeah. are the Harpers the good guys? Like, mm, maybe not. You know, right. like, oh, right. the perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it yeah. could be a, it could be an excellent twist in my opinion. But yes, yeah. that's the order of the gauntlet. Their main icon is that a gauntlet would, holding a sword. How about that? That would be actually really cool. Where it's like this guy is like destroying towns and like leading a war party. Oh my god, he's an order of the gauntlet. Oh my fucking god, we fucked up. We <laughs> fucked. Oh god, yeah, you start questioning. Are you on the right side of this? You know, like yeah, it, that, that that that's like the equivalent of like finding like an FBI badge or something. Like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so those are really the big ones. Those are like the ones that if you go to the Dungeons and Dragons, uh, there's one more, but it's kind of like an evil one, but which I'm gonna go over in a little bit. I was about to say, you're kind of forgetting one. No, no, no. uh, I have them in order from goody to baddies. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, but so those are like the big, big, big ones. There's one more, like I said, but I'll go over that in a little bit. And then we're going to go into little more specific ones. Um, The first one... Are you still the good line ones? It could be, yes. These are more of the ones that are uh, like I said earlier, fiercely loyal to a specific city. Okay. You know, and the first one there is Forest Gray, which is you were which part is, of it. Which is Waterdeep, right? Waterdeep, yes. Okay. Um, you have for to be a for, so Forest Gray is the elite, elite of the elite in the police department, I guess you could say, of Waterdeep. First of right. all, you must have you must have served in as a city guard or a city watch, which, if I remember correctly, a city watch was protecting the walls and a city guard was just like down in the road in the streets you know stuff i thought it was something like city guard was like the beat cops and city watch was like the higher ups on that is that maybe yeah something along those lines yeah one of them had like more i don't know whatever but bush and stuff yeah. yeah um and they are they look for very specialized type of adventurers um what this means mechanically is, oh, you are a rogue assassin. Hey, come sign up. You can see the world. You know. Hey, you're 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 a monk that can't hold down a job and you have a drinking problem. It sounds like my guy. <laughs> Listen, you prove yourself at one point. Chili cheese fries. <laughs> oh yeah, chili cheese fries. So, and then you had to have. So you're not necessarily like Force Gray is the big name that everybody knows. I think there's like a comic for them and everything, um, but the main force here is actually the Gray Hands. That's what it's called, okay. the Gray Hands. The was gray... it, wasn't Force Gray started by Critical Role? Wasn't that like a thing that like probably? I think, I think like I think like Matt Mercer started that or something like that. Actually, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm, I'm gonna look it up while yeah, you're talking. Look it up. So. Um, yeah, you start as a hand, uh, a gray hands in the city of Waterdeep, and all these guys. Is this what a detective you could say? You know, like if you want to compare them with like uh, police in real life, like mm-hmm. they look and see like exemplary members of the city guard, city watch, and they're like, oh, this guy is really good. Let him, let him, let him join us. Uh, so the gray hands pick you to be part of Force Gray. 
So I so so I know I know we said that Order of the Gauntlet was this, but I would say Force Gray is probably like the actual FBI, like yes. the step above the cops. Yes, exactly. Where it's like where it's like Force Gray guys coming like, all right, all right, we'll handle this investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, they so. have the, the long and, codes. They have the little memory wipe thing. Yeah, like, and, then, and, and then and then the city guards like, oh, fucking Force Gray's guys coming to push him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he's gonna take over my investigation? I've been on this case for three weeks. Exactly. This you- is my. This is my. People, this is my city. You're you're a loose cannon. <laughs> Turn in your badge and your gun. Everybody's a loose cannon. <laughs> so yes, that's that's what Forest Gray is. They're very loyal to Waterdeep. They operate mainly in Waterdeep, and like I said, they look for very specialized type of agents. Um, so let's say there's a case that requires somebody to be assassinated. And they see an adventurer that was part of the city guard that is really good at assassinating people because that's their subclass. Hey, assassin rogue. We need... We have a special assignment for you. Okay, so Force Gray was the name of the group that uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Mango Salsa was part of for the um, for Storm King's Thunder. Oh, like cool. His, like, his, like his group adopted the name Force Gray. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, there you go. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's the Force Gray, and then uh, when I talked about one that you guys very recently dealt with, uh, which is the opposite of the Force Gray. While the Force Grays are very like by the rules, they actually mean well. They... I would say the other side of the same coin <laughs> if we're talking about the same group. <laughs> the Flaming Fist. Yeah. This is <laughs> like we got like a good cop, bad cop. Thing going Andrew, on. Andrew, tell me a little bit about your experience with the Flaming Fist. Do not fuck with the Flaming <laughs> Fist. If they want something, they will take it. <laughs> um, no, it just it seems like the Flaming Fist was like I don't want to say like a militia group, but it it was definitely like a yeah, like we're the guys that are actually protecting Baldur's Gate. And um Represent. Yeah. Yeah, actually, where is mine? Wow, oh, you lost my, it! Unbelievable. No, it's a, it's a, it's in my D and D case, um, in, in my, in my memorabilia drawer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very much a like shoot first, ask questions later kind of mentality. Yes. <laughs> Which honestly, I mean, these guys are, and what I mean fiercely, I mean fiercely loyal to Baldur's Gate. But they, I mean, also in Baldur's Gate, you kind of have to adopt right. the shoot first, they, ask questions later. If there was ever a police department made of all Batmans, yeah, these guys are it. You know, this they is, this, they operate in that way because Baldur's Gate. Yes, they are a group of mercenaries, and they are backed by a lord, uh, one of the hidden lords in uh, in in Baldur's Gate. No hidden lords. One of the lords in in, in Baldur's Gate. Uh, and honestly, they will do the best they can for Baldur's Gate unless it involves that specific person that's backing them. I mean, it just it seems like the Flaming Fist is like one one good day away from having like a martial law style curfew or it's like, all right, nine o'clock, start rolling out the wagons to yep. you know, anybody that's on the street, just beat the fuck out of them. Don't you know, don't don't yep. ask why, because yep. <laughs> you know, they also, you got nothing to you got nothing to hide. You got nothing to be afraid yeah. of, sort of, you know. They also have a hold on Chult as well. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's remember. That's where uh, I forget her name. The the girl that came back at the end of the Baldur's Gate section. She was in Chult. The one oh, that was, that's that right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, the Flaming um, Fist, group of mercenaries. Um, if you guys have seen the trailer for Baldur's Gate 3, the dude that's running around the street away from uh, Mind Flayers is a Flaming Fist guy. Their sign symbol thing is a fist with fire around it. Glad about that. Hey, who, who would have thought? Who, who would have thunk? I would, I would definitely peg these guys right on the line between lawful neutral and lawful evil. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, they're, it's like, it's like if, if these people were doing this crap in Neverwinter, it would be evil. But the fact that it's Baldur Gate, Baldur's Gate, I'm like, it's, uh, it's a necessary we, type of evil. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would def, mm, yeah. Like they kind of have to be this way. Like you don't understand the city. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, you hear this. This is, er, this is early 70s, like blackout New York. New York. Yeah. 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 You hear the <laughs> yeah. stories like from afar and you're like, oh, wow. And those are the police. Those are the law in Baldur's Gate. Oh my god! And then you go visit Baldur's Gate. And you're like, oh my god, Flamey Fist, please save me. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. I understand now. <laughs> Where suddenly it's like, oh, there, there can be anywhere up to two hundred like, like serial killers in Baldur's Gate right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in fact, that guy from the Flamey Fist is one of them. <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy though. I promise. <laughs> he will definitely, most likely, not kill you. Maybe. He'll stab you, but he won't kill you. You, you better pay him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's a flaming fist. And now we're going to the evilest evils. Um, not a lot of information on these guys, but they do exist. Um, except for this first one that I'm going to talk about. Um, I don't know if you've dealt with them, Andrew. Maybe the rest of the group did. But the Santarum. These guys are, if there was ever, like evil you know what were they called the assassins from skyrim you know we know you we know we know we know we know you we know you yeah we know you you more than you know yourself what 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 were what were they called instead of the hand like this it's like it's like a finger point we know you the brotherhood is here yeah so the Santarum, I remember oh, very what, vividly. What are they called? It's called the Brotherhood it, of like Darkness or something. It's, it's I'm probably the Brotherhood of the that <laughs> leaves that leaves that leaves creepy notes around. <laughs> the Brotherhood of Cicero. All, the only thing I remember is Cicero. <laughs> it was so, actually a really good companion. Anyways, yeah. So this guy, these guys are the classic baddie network. Like they want wealth, they want personal power. Oh uh, fuck! It's just the Dark Brotherhood. The Dark Jesus Brotherhood. No, oh wow, that's the most generic name <laughs> for whatever. And then they want to just expand their network. That's what they want. That's all they want. They want to make it more and more powerful, reach more and more of the uh, Forgotten Realms. <clears throat> right. These guys are usually known because a lot of their operatives have a fucking flying snake in their coats. Wait, you didn't mm-hmm. heal? You you dealt with these guys in Waterdeep, didn't you? We dealt with. One Zentarum. One Zentarum. Okay. And and and, and, it, and it was something like this. This Zentarum agent needs a place to stay. Right. And we're like, oh, I don't know about having. That's a Zentarum. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's right. Yeah, and that's the thing with them. Like they want, they want power and they want uh, wealth. That doesn't mean necessarily that they're just gonna kill everything and everybody. If and that doesn't necessarily mean they are <coughs> out and out. Evil, like yeah. well, evil. These, these, no. right, 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 right. They're not like oh, I'm gonna kill this puppy just because I felt like. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like if you play them, you can play them because all they want is power and wealth. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they find out that you're messing with them, well, you know, three of them will just stab you in the back. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they look out after their own. But these guys, as I remember, for Storm King's Thunder, uh, they dealt with them. And, of course, Heather, I forgot her guy, she was a monk, fell in love with a freaking flying snake. And she befriended the flying snake. And the flying snake was through the went through the whole adventure until the very end when she sent the snake to scout ahead. And then the snake got stepped on by a gargoyle. Good. I was about to say, you're way, way too nice to use animal companions. If you want a flying snake, you got to join the Zents, man. You got to. What you don't know is what you don't know is that the Zents that have a flying snake are still in training. At the end of that training, they have to kill that flying snake. (laughs) They don't know that it's it's a fake knife, actually, you know, when they go to cut it. No, 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 no. There ain't nothing fake about this shit. This is all, this this is all real. It's a gun gun with a blank. (laughs) (laughs) But. The way you see these guys, you know, when you look at um, when you look at the Lord's Alliance, they want to portray this image of like, you know, <clears throat> control, and we 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 know we're running shit. But then behind the scenes, they're very like, oh my god, what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. These guys, uh, when you first meet them, for the most part, they want to portray a sense of they're very benign. They're like, oh, you know, I have friends, but like, you don't know what we're doing. I'm a dumb little agent of darkness. Ah. Mm-hmm. You know, but oh, that guy I'm just I'm just a little adventurer. I don't know what I'm right, doing. Right. Can you help me out and, and, yeah. city and walk me around? All of a sudden, next thing you know, we got a fucking knife in the ribs. Pretty ah. much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they That's how they, they, they get to, to earn your trust. What you don't know is a guy who's making contact. They are, they've been tracking you for like the past like week. And there's like a whole small army in around them. Just keeping track of like all of you guys, like ready to pounce any minute, any minute. Like you know? it's it. It, it was uh, uh, um, I, I don't know if the group was aware of it or not but it's like that moment where we had to talk to that Zentarum agent in Waterdeep I was like oh it's too late <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they had an idea because they dealt with them before in previous adventures <laughs> yeah but it's like it's like if, if if you want to be like really really cruel with it if if you see a Zintarm agent it's there's no right for you at that point like yeah. you, you better get ready for a fight <laughs> yeah exactly uh, and that's that's the last major one and this guy's symbol is a, a snake with wings flying down. Uh, and it's like, I think it's black and gold. If, yeah, black and gold. Um, <clears throat> and yes. Pro- probably my favorite faction. The Zantarum? Yeah. They have a lot of depth, for sure. Yeah, just because just there's, a, there's a lot you can work with, you know, like 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 a good person that's working for the Zantarum. It's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I have a certain skill set, and this is really the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want, every time I, every time I get out, they just pull me back in. <laughs> Yeah, like the John Wick thing. Like, all right, I yeah, just just open up the chest, and it's all this old Zintarum gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yes, and then we have a couple more that I'm gonna go over real quick, only because there's not a lot of information about them that is canon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple of small description. And if there is, you know, somebody please feel free to correct me on the comment section. But one of the main ones that I thought it was very interesting was the Red Wizards of Thay. Oh, I love the Red Wizards of Thay. Yeah. These guys live up on the eastern side of the map, towards the desert mm-hmm. area, and they are like, when you think evil, evil. Yeah, this like is evil, not... evil. 
there there is no gray area this yeah. is there's everything firmly there. evil yep slavers <laughs> demonologist they experiment with the arcane they created essentially a uh, a nation of undead mm-hmm. and they remind me a lot of and uh, you can correct me probably because you actually read the books but uh in game of thrones that guy that had the blue lips with the tower Oh, the um, oh, I know the House of the Undying. Yes, it reminded me a lot of that, and it's it's, it's kind of like that, but with also um, oh god, like Slavers Bay. Where yeah, it's like it's like take the House of the Undying, but then make them the ruling class of Slavers Bay. Yes, that's exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, and know. this guy's it's all about arcane power, not like not like Howard Wizardly type. We're like, oh, you know, this arcane power that grease, woo. You know, no, yeah, these guys ooh. are like, I want to raise the dead, and like, an, yeah. like all of them, not 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 the ones around me, all of them, type yeah. situation. Like, they're 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 the kind of guys like, why do the spell levels have to stop at nine? Right, exactly. And then found out they did not stop at nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this, then there this, was a reason why it stops at nine. Ex- yes, this guy is all about that that arcane knowledge, and I love it because first of all, they look cool as fuck, and I think they're a monster too in the monster manual. No, I don't believe so. I think I want to say the archmage. Yeah, red wizards. Block. Uh, wait, no, I lied. Nah. Hmm. But yeah, I think they they have an enemy stat. I know I saw it at one point. Um, but these guys are cool as hell, dude. They, yeah. they, most of them are, if not already in Lichdom, they are. That's their ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, obviously, Lichdom, Lichdom for any evil wizard is the finish line. But that's right. like a status symbol for. I think they're, obviously their first ruler was probably a lich or something, wasn't right. it? Right. Uh, I can't remember right now. But then it makes you think, like, where does it stop? And mm-hmm. everything they don't. <laughs> But it, but it I also like that idea that's like okay so we have the Sword Coast which is obviously the west side of Faerun yeah. mm-hmm. but then off in the east there's just a city of evil wizards yep doing its thing yep like no one's really impeding them yep. it's like it, does, it doesn't really bother with like water deep and stuff like that so they're just like yeah whatever yeah, they're, they're doing their there, own thing you know? yeah they had to cross the yeah. desert to get across but like for them it wouldn't be an issue <laughs> yeah like like who who's to say they don't have a uh, like not a dimension door, but like an arcane gate or something mm-hmm. that's like carved into like some other place in the world. Like they probably can. Why? Why not? So. And this is why. I kind of I was expecting the next adventure to lean into. We don't like like you, we saw that meme of, uh, you know, the forgotten realms and then the remember realms. These yeah. guys are in the forgotten realms. They're like in the actual part that Five E has not touched. Yeah. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast needs to go to that direction to like they all the do. freaky they, stuff. They need to push it a little. It's just like it's just like in the actual like Game of Thrones thing where it's like Westeros is cool, but like all the real interesting shit is happening in the east. Right. And you're like, dude, why aren't you writing about that, man? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Man. He just keeps writing about all their bullshit. Anyways, we're not gonna, like, we're gonna have an episode like, about it. <laughs> it got to the point. Of like, okay, yeah, whatever. The Battle of the Five Kings. Who gives a shit? There's a fucking city that li- that's in the middle of a jungle, and the jungle doesn't go into it. It's so evil. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so those are the the again the Red Wizards of Thay. Pretty awesome. I feel like there's a lot of material there. Even at, even if you find, I mean, you will f- more than likely find one in Baldur's Gate. Right. How cool would that be? Like that. Ugh. But anyways, list them. The- and 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 it's and it's not like it's not like the Zentarum where they're like 
clandestine about it. Like, no, they are the Red Wizards. Right. So if you see a wizard in red, people yeah. are like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck. exactly. <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, there was one in Schultz. That was like that. He just walked around with his robes and everything, looking half dead. And he's like, I am a wizard. Let me eat yeah. my lunch. That's yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> what's the first thing you notice when someone talks to you? <laughs> the audacity, first <laughs> yeah. of all. <laughs> so, yes, the Red Wizards don't say a lot of material. I feel like wizards just need to go there and like the crazy, wacky, you know, uh, multi-planar activities. Like, ugh. Yeah, a lot of other stuff there. I mean, it's just it, it's just like whenever whenever you think the words Magic City, it's always like, oh, ha, ha like windy and like flying hats and shit. You don't think of like a city ruled by magic slavers and right. demonologists and stuff like that. So it's just it's this weird like ah, uh, like yeah. it, 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 it's, it's like a water and oil thing you for get, me. To, you, you get a wizard that looks that that is like Sam from from Game of Thrones. Like I want to study, so I'm gonna go to Thay so I can see what they're doing over there. And he gets there, and is like, oh, oh no, oh no, <laughs> what have I, I? I made some choices, and this is a really bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyways, so moving on, the next one is, and I think this one was mostly in Storm King's Thunder, but it's the Kraken Society. I have no idea who to crack. These guys are smugglers, spies, pirates, all about the sea. They all they all answer to a um, the, like everybody thinks it's just you know the the not the hierarchy. What am I looking the, the, like at the highest rank pirate, right? Like oh yeah, I'm getting I'm getting information from this guy that gets information from that guy who gets information from the captain or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. What they don't realize is they're taking. They're taking orders from a fucking magical kraken that is trying to get back into space. Hold up. Hold the phone. <laughs> There's a kraken under the right. sea in the, in the sword coast who has magical powers, telepathic powers, who speaks to all these people who is just getting treasure and like all this stuff, you know, trying to get information on how he can get back to the guts that made him in space. And this was not the adventure, like, <laughs> focal point. No. <laughs> why? Why not? Why? Because you had to save Storm. You had to save King Hakatan. Okay. Fucking money on the table, wizards. Come on. Like, like we have sailing rules now with Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Why is it this? Like, if I remember... Oh God, all the untouched potential. It's been so. It's been a while. It's been a long while. But if I remember correctly, they do encounter him under the sea when they were trying to rescue or get information as to what was happening with the auditing. You know, mm -hmm. but I can't remember ex the the exact details of what happened. But yes, there was a fucking kraken, and all the kraken wants is knowledge on how the fuck he can get out of the sea and go to space. <laughs> And it, and it decided the best way to do this is with pirates. Well, the main thing is spies. But yes, oh, okay. pirates and smugglers, you know, all that is in there, too. But <laughs> I need to get back into space. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> oh, a space life for me. <laughs> Why don't we shoot him out of a big cannon? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. An even bigger cannon. <laughs> I guess just a little further. Like, oh, an even bigger one. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! 
<laughs> so that's the Kraken Society, but, Andrew. But seriously, that would be a great adventure. Just like, oh, these pirates raided us, but they got this one specific thing. They, there's this golden monster. They didn't even touch that. It came from this one specific, specific item. So we're going to go obviously investigate it. And it's like, oh, we're taking orders from this guy. That guy's taking orders from this guy. This guy's taking orders from that guy. That guy is like a fucking Kraken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, They don't know. None of them know that they're taking orders from a Kraken. Not even the guy who's the first one in line knows that he's taking over from a crack. So it's like dreams and like, shit. Yeah, oh, like visions. Like visions. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a fucking crack. Oh, for some reason, the the sea wants Taco Bell. I don't know why. Just throw Taco Bell into the sea. Just faster, faster. We have to appease him. It needs the Gordita Crunch. Faster. Bring me all the five dollar bug five dollar boxes you can find. I want some of those cheesy fiesta potatoes. <laughs> we shouldn't sure get here without getting wet. <laughs> no, you man. gotta hurry. You gotta hurry with the hard shell tacos because when you buy them, you got five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then it's not worth it. You have to eat them as you're driving there. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's how you get burritos if you go on a long trip. Anyways, but yes, there you go. You're welcome, Andrew. Now you know about the, the mysterious Kraken under the sea that wants to get to space. Okay, <laughs> fuck my original pirate adventure. Why is this like... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now, moving on. <laughs> I'm like, is the... Wait, I have questions. Like, is the Kraken evil? Or is they just like, dude, I just want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We're, we're, let's dive into this a little bit. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We can move on. We can move on. But it's just like, it's just... Oh, shit. It's just the way you word it. It's just like, the Kraken's like, man, this place blows. I want to get out of here. Well, that's canon in my world now. <laughs> Every time an adventure just swings by, he takes over the ship. They're fighting his tentacles. And then once they're loose, he shows up like, hey... Do you know how to get into space? No? Okay, sorry about the inconvenience. <laughs> uh, man, damn it. All right, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Look, I just... I'm, hypo, I'm hypoglycemic. I, just, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there you go. So, the next one is the the Bregan D'Artha. D'Artha? Bregan D'Artha. Bregan D'Artha. D'Artha. Bregan Bragg and Garth Brooks. Bragg, Bragg and there. <laughs> yes, bad. So this guy is mainly, all, I mean, really all they are is just an exclusively drow mercenary group. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't our buddy Jarlaxle part of the Bragg and Darth? He's the one that was ruling it, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, the guy who kicked your ass? Good old Jarlaxle. Jarlaxle. 27 AC, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were level five. Anyways, we're not getting into that. <laughs> so, yeah, they same thing. They Power control. Really, there's not a lot. Uh, it's it's a, just a network of if a drow wants to get to the surface, there's a way for you to find work here. If a, if a drow wants to get back to the Underdark, there's a way to get you there. Like It's, it's very communal in the sense of like it's drow-specific. Um, mm -hmm. But don't shine the sunlight on them. Yeah, or you yeah. Know, a really, or like a really bright LED light. <laughs> ah ha! Ah, my only weakness. <laughs> That's why Jarlaxo had a big hat. Oh shit! I didn't even make that connection. Wait, really? <laughs> Is that seriously what? Yeah. 
Wow. Wait, are you fucking serious? No, I mean, it was a magical hat that allowed him to, like, you know, change into any person he wanted to be. But, but, that's but, but yes, it was, it was really big because <laughs> of sunlight. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what, an umbrella? <laughs> well, I mean, no. Some it's sunscreen? Not, it's, it's not like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're not like myconids. They don't like die in the sunlight. They just. <laughs> but it's they, uncomfortable. It's like, it just, but it just affects their eyes. So just get some sunglasses. <laughs> you made your Axel. He has like a white paste of sunscreen all around him. <laughs> the big hat, big sunglasses, white gloves. Hey guys. <laughs> they call him the ghost drow. <laughs> the ghost drow. <laughs> Michael oh. Jackson over here. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm sunburned. Ah, ah. You, guys, you guys, I have your I have a mission for you all. Thanks for meeting me. Can you find me some icy aloe so I can put it on my skin? I need some aloe. I can't, I can't reach my back. Can you please do There's this magical plant with healing properties. It's called aloe vera. <laughs> it's going to be really hard to find. Unless you just go down the street and buy a bottle for $5.99. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go down to your local Walgreens. Make sure, make sure, make sure it's one hundred percent aloe vera. Yeah, I don't want any of that cheap crap. Alcohol dries my skin. <laughs> and, and only the best for the brain. <laughs> Our supply line gets disrupted. <laughs> we usually get two pallets of it a day. <laughs> so that's the bracket. <laughs> well, hold on. Aren't they? Aren't they? They're stationed uh, like Neverwinter or something, aren't they? Uh, yeah, Neverwinter, Waterdeep. Uh, but obviously their headquarters is in the Underdark. So, uh, well, obviously, but it was something where it's like, wait, Neverwinter, like ne Neverwinter has gangs. Like ob obviously every city's yeah. gonna have gangs, but like Neverwinter is like the most lawful one. So I'm like, yeah. Whoa, okay. Yeah, that's, that's and it's a, not just any gang. It's like the biggest, one of the biggest. Yeah, like, and I think that's all Jarlaxle wanted. He just wanted more control of, he wanted to spread. In this case, right. to, in this case to uh, Waterdeep. Okay. So, yes. Um, the next one, the last one. We, we need to move on. Okay, there's important things to talk about. No, I got it. I know. It's the Sanitar's Guild. Jose, you need to move on, man. What do you know about the Sanitar's Guild? What don't I know about the Xanathar's Guild? Uh, uh, it's obviously it's ruled by a guy named Xanathar. A guy named Xanathar, uh, yeah, a human yeah. guy named Xanathar. Uh, and and he has this guild. Yeah. So on to session highlights. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's it's a beholder named Xanathar, who has like a pet goldfish. Yeah. Or something like that. But the goldfish keeps getting replaced. By like lower members, so he doesn't get pissed. like he doesn't get like super angry and upset about. So he doesn't get pissed off, yeah. But um, the Xanathar's Guild was one that we uh, was most prevalently the one that we dealt with in Dragon Heist. Like yeah. almost every everything that we fought, except for except for a couple of uh, different uh, pr probably like one maybe three encounters. It was all Xanathar's Guild people. So yeah. Yeah, they, they 
they seem to be, and it might have been just the the road that you took us through through Waterdeep, but they seem to be the most prevalent criminal criminal organization in Waterdeep, at least. Yeah, no, 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 they they are like in Waterdeep. If there was like a number one baddie, it will be Sanitar's guild, mainly because it's not an official. So if you remember, Waterdeep had certain guilds that you can sign up, like actual guilds, like their guilds, the Guild of Forestry, right, yeah. the, the Blacksmith Guild, whatever. Actual guilds, they pay their taxes, all that. Very official. Mm-hmm. Sanathar's guild is a guild by name only. It's not an official guild because nobody knows who the fuck the Sanathar is for starters. But he wants control. He wants more power of Waterdeep, obviously. That's is why. It, is it something where it's like, yeah, we're sanitation workers? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah essentially. Yeah, <laughs> we don't... work in construction. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. And and like you said, like. It's just like the story with the Kraken. People are taking orders. Most people that are in the Sanathar's Guild don't know who Sanathar is, or that he's a, most importantly, that he's a beholder. It's just one of those things that, like, orders go down, and at a certain point, people just don't realize where the orders are coming from. That's pretty ballsy to have your name on the guild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I just realized something. The Order of the Kraken was called the Order of the Kraken. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then, there's got to be someone in the. There's got to be someone in that group. Who's like, wait, it's an actual fucking crack. I thought it was just a cool name. <laughs> no, when that when that happens, like he saps him. No, oh no, Kraken ah. makes no sense. There's a huge yeah, there's the a fuck? huge tentacle behind him that saps his memory. It's like. Oh shit, there's an actual Kraken. <laughs> I oh, yeah. thought it was like House Greyjoy or some shit. No. Where it's like, oh, oh Kraken. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and, and like you said, it's very funny because like he keeps only like only like two I think two people at a time know that he's the like beholder, Sanathar is an actual beholder. Um and those two people like one of the quirks of it is that he keep they keep changing his goldfish because they don't want mm-hmm. him to snap. Sanathar obviously does not trust any of them, so he misgives information to them separately. Oh and then, gosh. and then that's how that's how like nobody knows where the actual because this this branch gets a set of information, this branch gets the other set of information. As long as it gets the right goal completed, Sanathar is happy. You know what? There, there's a lot of missed opportunity here to have like a fake Xanathar. Where it's like, where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Xanathar. Like, it's like, but you're a dwarf, dude. Like, <laughs> no, but it doesn't. He, has, he has a hat with like a couple like eyes tucks coming out of it. <laughs> it's, it's like uh... Uh, no, but like no, but it's like nobody knows that Xanathar is a beholder. Right. So it'd be like, oh yeah, no, uh, hold on, Xanathar's guild is getting under some heat. Um, you're Xanathar now. Yeah, I mean, Charm Ray. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Know? Yeah, and like they, yeah. And, yeah. then, and, and, and then and then they arrest the guy. He does his time, blah, blah, blah. Five years in jail for uh, manslaughter or whatever. And then he comes out and it's, oh, hey, Xanathar's Guild's gone legit now. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Hey, so- yeah, we're dry cleaners. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> so yes, we Andrew. paint houses. <laughs> those, are, those are the guilds, the guilds, the factions of... The main, I think most of this, honestly, is the Sword Coast. Yeah. And the North. That I think that's pretty much it. Like, the rest of the and Forgotten for Realms. for some reason, the Red Wizards. Just like, like a tiny little, like, like, a little, like, uh, thumbtack, like, all the way to the side of the map. <laughs> and they're like, they mentioned us! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Did you learn something today, Andrew? About mm-hmm. guilds? 
I learned that Wizards of the Coast is just like leaving all this cool shit on the cutting room floor <laughs> when they a Kraken know. that wants to go back home. This is just him in the space. <laughs> Talk to Mind Flayers, man. They have the technology. You just need to network better. That's all. <laughs> yeah, you keep hanging, hanging out with humans. What the fuck? The problem is you're dealing with people that sail on an ocean. You're not talking to the right guy. It's probably like those are the only people I can reach. <laughs> Yeah, you know, look, man, I'm just working with what I got. <laughs> oh, okay. Now grab all of that information you just had and throw it out the window. Yeah, push it out of your memory. Right. We're moving gone. on to news because we finally have news, Andrew. Yay! <laughs> After like 40 episodes. <laughs> I think we only touched news like once. <laughs> yeah, it's been like the past like 10 or so episodes. Like, is there any news? No. Nah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> But actually, this week, a couple of fun things happened. There were some leakage on Wizards' boat. Oh, you were dealing with some leakage? Oh, wait, you were talking about... Oh, <laughs> you were talking about news. I was talking about news, Andrew. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, one of the first ones, two two things happened. One very exciting, the other one... Meh. So the first one is, the next adventure got leaked. Yes. It is the wild beyond the witchlight. <laughs> Wow, what a reaction, Andrew. <laughs> well, what is it? You just you just said wild beyond the witch light and then just like expect I was expecting like, you to be like, whoa, wow, what is that? <laughs> what is it? There you go. I'm gonna wow, edit that. I'm gonna edit that. So we don't know much. Uh, at first it was CEO's an Amazon leak, which is pretty much what happened with every single book of them. So it's it gets so weird that Amazon is like I'm sure it's a control leak to to build yeah. hype. But all we know so far, yeah, all we know so far is that the adventure is, uh, brings the wicked whimsy of the Feywilds to 5th edition. So we're going to go into the Feywild, which... I'm yay. really hoping, I'm really hoping the adventure starts off by literally just tripping into a tree. Nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> you took like, a nap. Oh, look at that. Yeah, because honestly, what I mean, this is the Feywild. What better way to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's just like next thing you know, you're in the summer court. I, I listen, wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, because like, it's like, 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 okay, Avernus, like, okay, you had to go to Canopy and you had to do this, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's like, I feel like that would really like mitigate a lot of like the whoa wonder of Feywild. If you're like, oh, we have to go to the to Blackstaff Tower, and then they they have a right. portal to the Feywild, blah, blah. No, just like, oh shit, I fell into a pond. Yeah, now I'm in the <laughs> Feywild. <laughs> I took I took a sip of a really weird tea. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look at that. I'm in a Feywild. <laughs> Are you sure you're in the Feywild, man? <laughs> so, so, of course, it's going to have new characters, new monsters, new mechanics. Um, mm. And for everybody who's listening, the official reveal is going to be on July 16 and 17. So I'm assuming they're going to do a full-on, like, the deal with the Vernus and stuff like that, a full live cast and everything okay. um, through G4. So... I wonder. Um, I wonder if the, if if they're gonna mess a lot more with like the time mechanics of the Feywild. Here's, uh, hold that thought. Here's what the only thing that kind of like makes me concerned a bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just I just didn't pay attention before. But this one specifically says suitable for players of all ages. Oh, so it's gonna be like more like a child, like. Like children oriented thing. I don't know if that's like just has that been in any other because I don't think that was in Avernus. It's definitely not Nice Windale. Yeah, 
So I'm I'm honestly worried that they might try to be like, oh, this is for the full family. There's I'm, nothing wrong with that, though. I, I mean, know, like, but <laughs> if they say like ages like 13 and up, whatever, fine. But usually for an, for a company to put down that it's suitable for players of all ages, it means that there's very little like heavy like. You're not gonna. Hey, let's do some war crimes in well, okay. in Avernus, you know, for a 13 but, year old. But here, but here's the thing, like Avernus, like doing like these horrible atrocities. That's you know par for the course for that. And so and like and like Storm King Siren, like having these big epic adventures, also par for the course. But like it describes the Feywild adventure as being whimsy and like. Right. You know, like magical, like it's the Feywild. Like, yeah, like I, I guess so. Yeah, I can. I, I mean, if 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 there's any sort of like sort of a lighter-hearted tone, the Feywild would be the best way to do it. And it's not like, it's not like you can't, if if you want to, it's not like you can't add your own gravity to right. it just by you know, just actions have consequences. So yeah. Oh no. And I honestly, really, yeah, you know, I, I murdered can. someone from the Sealy Court. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh no. Now the Knights of the Sealy Court are after me. <laughs> so. and, okay. Okay. I, I can see that. And honestly, I think after Ice Windale, <laughs> it might be a nice little change of pace. Because <laughs> we're going from we're going from Avernus to Ice Windale. <laughs> I'm not going to confirm nor deny. <laughs> so I'm maybe like, going to the Fate Wild after that would be like, oh man, this is really nice. <laughs> I'm, but I mean, I mean, because like honestly, look at you had, you had the last. What were the last three big adventures? Like like campaign adventures that they've had. Avernus. It was Avernus, Icewind Dale, and not Tomb of Annihilation. There was one. Water, well, Water Dragon Highest, the Mad Mage. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like it was all like this, like like ah, like evil, like impending doom kind of, well, I don't know about Ice Window, but it's, a, you know, but it's, it's so it's like, you know, they have like this kind of like lighthearted, like romp through a magical forest, you know, that, I think that'd be kind of cool, actually. I, I'm, I'm kind of down for that. Do you, how many times have I told you while I was running Curse of Stride, like, dude, I just want, like, I, I would really like to run a normal adventure now. I'm so tired of being dark. <laughs> you know? I'm going to get me a bunch of different hats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this adventure. So yes, that that was one of the leak the leaks. Um, so July 16 and 17 for the full reveal. Um, I wonder if they're gonna do like a lot of like the mischievous fairy stuff, where it's like, oh, never give a fairy creature your name. Right. Yeah, that'd or be fun. something. Or like, oh, they stole my shadow. I can't fucking sleep now because I don't have my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> you will never grow. Anyways, and then there was a second leak. Curriculum of Chaos. The Curriculum of Chaos? Just, no, no, not that. Just Curriculum of Chaos. All right, so moving on. That, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What's the Curriculum of Chaos? It's, it's just another MTG or Magic the Gathering crossover. Okay, never mind. Moving on. What's Strix Heaven, I think? Strix? I don't know. I don't play M- Magic. I don't know. Who? I don't. I don't know. I every time I see, I have one of the books, Guilds of uh, Guilds of Replica. Oh, and Theros too. So like, I read them and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm probably not gonna use any of this ever. See, like, like the mythical odysseys of Theros. Like, I would use just purely for like a Greek like mythology inspired yeah. adventure. But like, it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh man, I've been waiting yeah. for this book. 
You know, it's just know. like I, it, it's like every time every time they publish a Magic the Gathering book, I'm like, come on. Yeah, because I feel <laughs> you know? like you said you said it earlier. There's like so many people asking for so many other like content that has been already made for D and D, just needs to be brought to five E, mm-hmm. and then they keep fucking cross offing Magic the Gathering, which is fine. I know that the demographic does, but I. I feel like if you're gonna play Magic the Gathering, you're gonna play Magic the Gathering. You're gonna play I the card like game. I feel like, and this might be biased because I'm not a Magic the Gathering Same. fan. I feel like there's not as much of an overlap as Wizards of the Coast think there is. I, get I the, could I, be wrong. I get the same vibe. I know some people appreciate it, but I don't think it's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I, I don't see like the world getting set on fire every time a new Magic the Gathering D and D crossover happens. Right. You know, and that's know. that being said, I am gonna buy the book because I collect them. So, god yeah. damn it. Um, but yeah, so the next, the same thing that one. Well, I mean, there's there's still mechanics and stuff that right. like cannibalize and stuff yeah. from it. It's not, you know, it's it's not none, the end of the world. Of, yeah, none of these books are. But it could have been Spelljammer, Andrew. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been Dragonlance. It could have been. You know, what's the other Dark, the Gary guy guys? Dark Sun. Ha- been, yeah, like so many different ones. Anyways, Greyhawk, 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 Greyhawk. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, I already mentioned Greyhawk. Yeah. Anyways, so same thing. It's gonna be fully revealed on the same day, sixteen and the seventeen. Um, what well, yay! If you're a Magic the Gathering fan, I, I appreciate the game. I'm just way too late to jump in because there's so much shit happening. If you're um, a Magic the Gathering fan and a D and D fan, more power to you. Right. That's, right. You know. Yeah. And maybe that's what we're missing. Maybe we need maybe Robert, our new player for Ice Windale, one day might do a, a Magic the Gathering specific run for us. I don't know. Maybe. I'll... I don't. I don't like card games. No, 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 no. Like, a, like a, like a Guilt of Ravnica or some adventure oh, specific oh, oh, on D and D. So maybe we can understand what the appeal. Like, I get the appeal. I do get it. The problem is that every time I try to get into it, dude, it's like. It's like what, like 20 years, 20, 30, 40 years of material? Mm-hmm. I feel like 5e made it very accessible for people to jump into DD. Magic well, has not five, done that. 5e has made it, uh, what's the word? 5e has made it purposely accessible because, right. because the whole idea is that you build games off of whatever they publish. Right. Whereas, whereas Magic Gathering is a card game based on the lore of. Right whatever so yeah no it's 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 like i said there is an overlap but it's not yeah. as significant also as i think also if people so. think dnd is an expensive hobby to get into <laughs> <laughs> magic no, is another tier altogether yeah yeah i i know i i know a lot of people like oh you know dnd uh, so expensive really all you need is just the three books everything yeah. outside of that is cake yeah yeah, if I you see. want to talk about real expensive, we can get in the Warhammer. No, we're not getting there. <laughs> so yeah, so those are the two leaks that happened this week. Very exciting the, stuff. The hobby, the hobby that when when Teresa caught me watching videos, I she's like, please don't. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna bankrupt us, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's that there's that role playing game out for it, but anyways, um, those are the two leaks that happened this week. Very exciting stuff. Everybody's like looking forward to the Fey Wild things. Magic, I have seen makes feelings about it you know it like, like we just said people just want other things from D specific but i get it they're just trying to broaden their uh demographics i get it. it's business after all but andrew like i said earlier in the episode i was like hey web dm <coughs> how are you today senpai not as me hi <laughs> they actually replied andrew I know. I was fucking blown away. You, you said, okay, you, you, I, I, 
I vaguely remember the text because it was all like a blur. But you were like, hey, I reached out to WebDM just to talk about a Kickstarter. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then you're like, oh my god, they responded. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what do we do? Wait a minute. I didn't, I, I didn't get this far. I didn't think I was going that far. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, they were they were so nice. Uh, the whoever's managing their Facebook is really nice. They were like, "Hey, that's pretty awesome." Because you know, I explained to them, I told them straight up, "Like, hey, we're we're very small. We have like I told them the numbers that the, that we get, which is fairly big, but it's not as engaging as it could be." So I gave them that after they replied, and I I made it very clear. We have like two fans. <laughs> thank you, Heather. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> but I also explained that it just so happens that. Their new Kickstarter kicks off on June 9th, the same day that we're kicking off our Rime of the Frost Maiden adventure with Session yeah. Zero. And I was like, this is perfect, because Rime of the Frost Maiden is an exploration-based game. And one of the things that you and I always talk about is how there's no exploration-based material out there. So we, we actually saw the book from the WebDM, like, they talked about it, and yeah. we're like, oh, this is pretty interesting. And then they posted the, the picture, which is why I reached out. And they were like, that would be amazing if you want to talk about it. Feel free to go. Let us know if you need anything from us. And at that point, I was like, okay, cool. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to text message. I mean, uh, email them. They gave me the email. I email them and stuff like that. They replied, and they gave us all the information that we need to know. So we, right now, we're going to have a small little section about talking about web DMs. Worlds of WebDM. It's actually yeah, the whole series, which I think they're planning yeah. to do a bunch of books. Worlds of WebDM, Weird Wastelands. Well, and okay, so right off the bat, when you said they were planning on doing a series of books, there was a FAQ yeah. um, included. And, and one of the questions was, are you guys going to be making other books? And it says it's called the Worlds of WebDM. Yeah. You know, not the, you know, not the world yeah. of WebDM. So, yeah. yeah. Can Wait, you, you want can, me to move my camera down? Yeah, yeah can you, you move it down? You're like really cut off right here. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see. I don't know, Andrew. That, you're making it better? weird. Is that better? <laughs> 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 so yes, Worlds of Web DMs. Here we go, Andrew. Worlds of Web DM. We are Wastelands. Is their Kickstarter book that's coming out June 9th, or the Kickstarter is coming out on June 9th? So go check that out. And it is a which is today by the time you. Well, by the time this goes out, yes. <laughs> Which is a location-based toolkit that gives you everything you need to play great games in places adversely affected by magical forces. Ooh. Ooh. So yes, they send us a small preview of the uh, of the of the of the book, um, which included a couple of things. Andrew, do you want to like talk about it? Because I know you were kind of excited at, uh, about some so, of the things. Two things immediately caught my attention. One, it said it's an exploration. Um, supplement or guide or something like that which yeah. we always which we always said is like always like the most neglected pillar of yep. the three pillars like like you have combat which is gold laden and stuff like that and then you have role playing which is solid marble and then you got like exploration which is like wicker and it's like yeah. <laughs> it actually <laughs> and stuff. yeah it has like a new mechanics that both solves long standing challenges for interesting exploration based play in rules as written gaming and Expand support for the exploration pillar, which in, then, in in their videos they always talk about how like exploration is very like like you just said it's very lacking. So they're going yeah. all in, which is the part I'm excited about. And it's like and it's like the 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 I'm excited for this because like exploration you can make exploration fun, you can extrapolate a lot of that, but it just it involves a lot of work. Yeah. And so and so to have something to build off of it. Yeah. 
or at least to like spark some ideas is excellent. But then on top of that, it's an exploration based supplement about a post-apocalyptic world, which I'm like, <laughs> I'm already on board. Yeah. <laughs> when I told you that you were like, I'm already buying the book. Yeah. Sold. You did. You, I didn't have to read anything about it except for the fact that post-apocalyptic setting. I'm like, okay, that's perfect. Cause that was actually like one of the things I wanted to like do was like a post-apocalyptic setting. So like, yeah. this is amazing. And it would have been better if it would have been a post-apocalyptic Western setting. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I mean, a post-apocalyptic like with technology would yeah. be would be right up my alley. But I mean, a post-apocalyptic like magic setting, yeah. I'm still that's yeah. awesome. I love that. So yeah, and this is this is diving all into like the whole. So it's called wastelands, weirdlands, wastelands, and the whole the whole theme around it is that the land has been um, not cracked. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's been like damaged. Altered. Yeah. yeah, alter like they they actually pose some questions like you know like what happens when weaponized magic overwhelms a region, or what happens when a god abandons a planet, you know like all these like big 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 time questions that I never even thought about, um, right. and a lot and of just and, and everything and just that to add, oh, yeah, no no go for it. Now I was I was gonna I'm just gonna add this is not an adventure right this is just material for. Yeah for DMs to work off. Yeah. It's, and I think one of the FAQs, they, they mentioned that it's not necessarily even a setting. It's just like, you can plop this anywhere. Like this is, mm-hmm. it's just for you to grab and put on your own adventure. It's literally just stuff to drag and drop into your yep. own. And, and everything, and everything that's in here is all, it revolves all around a damaged land. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that they gave us uh, to look into was one of the, cause it has a bunch of subclasses, but one of the subclasses was the the the, the druid, uh, one of the druidic subclasses. Um, what's it called? The, the circle of uh, the broken land. The circle of the broken land, which is essentially the the druid takes a level in barbarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I'm like, hmm. But every time you like a certain like um, uh, uh, level advancement points, you don't replace you just keep adding on to it and right. all it is it's just a a druid that have seen its land devastated by whatever it is that happened in your adventure and it draws energy from it and it's so cool how they explained it but like he just he gets beefy he gets you can choose the first of a couple of different things but one of the main ones is you get more ac i i, I mean like the idea is a lot of the druids, especially the um, the subclasses that were like in Xanathar stuff, is always like very defensive or support based. Right. So having a druid that goes on the offensive. Yeah. And like you know, I mean, because obviously it's it's a nature based class. So if it's in a post apocalyptic setting, nature is kind of foobar. Yeah. So yeah. So naturally, a druid would be like like in a cataclysmic rage from yeah. this. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know? So yeah. so it's just the idea that it's bringing back nature's fury is awesome yeah and honestly. i think they call it primordial primordial uh fury mm-hmm. you know and you get you, i have a pull up right here you get to like experiment some of the things on it and like one of them is like you use grip one of the things you can choose from is just uh you get bonus ac you yeah. know and and equal to your proficiency bonifier and the way this works is at level two you start with one um you get to choose one out of the i think there's four of them but then as you keep leveling up you just keep adding so instead of just doing you know, you, you do the primordial rage, fury, not rage, uh, fury. Um, at first, it's kind of like rage. Yeah, it's kind of a little at, like rage. At first, you just have like, oh, more AC, but then later on, you get like resistant to bludgeoning and piercing, and plus your AC. So like, mm-hmm. you just keep angrier and angrier. Um, and but, I, and and I, I like the idea that this 
takes up one of your um wild shapes yeah 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 it's, like it's, it's like it's like it's like do i either wild shape or do i just like destroy this enemy right in front of me which is i mean it's, it's cool as hell because i always found wild shape a little underwhelming i've seen it being used amazingly but me personally in my own play style i find it a little underwhelming so this will actually make me want to play a druid just because i want to do some serious damage well, I think I, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like wild shape in of itself is a little underwhelming as long as you're not doing a circle of the moon. Yeah. Um, but also, like I said, this is like the first time where you you're having a druid that could probably be a good frontline fighter. Yeah, like not just like one. It's like kind of like oh, okay, he could turn to a brown bear, so like he could tank a little bit. Like no, like like the druid will be like toe to toe with a barbarian not not a fighter no one's gonna we, yeah. we learned the hard way nothing's gonna stand up to a fighter but like you know like, god there should have been a fighter <laughs> but i mean like but like you'll have the front line and now the druid's gonna be there now so. yeah yeah um they also gave us a monster oh my god this, this monster is super cool for one reason and i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna let you go over it and then i'm gonna pose you a question no, I was gonna say like it's 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 not a manticore, it's a magicore. And the artwork is so badass because it looks like it looks like there's uh like magic within like its skin and scales and it mm-hmm. just looks scary as hell. Also like I always every time there's like a, a double jaw, you know what I'm talking about? Like a double mouth in any monster yeah, like freaks me out instantly. Yeah. It freaks me instantly. Also it kinda looks like a it kinda looks like um like a human face too, which is terrifying, in my opinion. Well, a man, I think I think that's the whole like appeal appeal of a manticore is that's like kind of humanoid. It's like uh, yeah, but this one like, is extra creepy. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this thing this thing is scary. And dude, they I love it. They give you first of all when you look at this, and obviously we're not gonna go into detail about the specifics, but like they give you so much information about the monster, and and it, it almost feels like a, a chuck. It feels like a chunk of, of like the monster manual. It doesn't feel like the monster add-on at the end of an adventure. Does that make no. sense? Yeah. Like yeah. it has like, like personality, this. tactics, where it lives, what cost it, and of course it it, it even talks about like like flaws yeah. and its personality and yeah. stuff. And yeah. it's, uh, I actually if anything, it's more than what the monster manual has because the monster manual doesn't have flaws or traits or anything like that. It's just yeah. like And if they do they mention they it like this. a like a line. It's like a one little like you yeah. know runoff. But sentence. it does but there's nothing that really draws attention to it like the way this format does. Yeah, exactly. Take some notes. <laughs> yeah, wizards. <laughs> and then what I love and it's funny because like they have like this little sections called uh, WebDN Wisdom through th- throughout mm-hmm. the book, and I'm assuming it's through the whole thing. And every time I see it, Jim here, and I hear it in like the YouTube, like the their voices from their YouTube channel, and it makes me so happy because I'm like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I I I tried to read it in Jim's voice, and I fell asleep. There's something about his <laughs> voice. Just- it's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. It's just. Andrew. It's just like. It's just like. It's just like a warm blank. And unfortunately, I love their videos. It's. It's such a mission to get through because something about Jim Davis's voice just puts me to sleep. Dude, I've, I. I <laughs> Which love. Which sucks because their videos are awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not like we base all of our format on their videos. Or it's anything. not like we've completely ripped this off <laughs> based on their format. But see, we'll my voice is annoying as fuck, so I'll keep you awake throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, we worked on making our voices as abrasive as possible, so that way none of our listeners. Good. I thought it was. I thought, I thought it was just me. No, I scream into a pillow before we record. That's <laughs> gotta get gotta get that graspy throat. Uh, <laughs> throat <feel. laughs> hey there. But there's one thing. Okay, hold on. 
there's yeah. one thing out you, you said you didn't, you didn't want to go into specifics about the magic core and i get mm-hmm. that i understand you want to keep some of the you know but it has an effect one I, the, one of the many things it can do is that it has an effect where it nullifies magic in an immediate area because for like yeah. for like it's some for like two or three rounds or something like that it's like a small like sh- like like shockwave like ekg kind of a thing Here's the question. I know magic items like staffs and whatnot are immediately out. Would you say like a plus one or two sword becomes a normal yes. sword in that time? Yes. Okay, cool. Because yes, I was going to say that too. Because yeah, like because a plus, plus whatever. A plus weapon already has, it's already counts as a magical attack. Yeah. So not anymore, bitch. <laughs> nope. That plus two great sword. Now it's just a big old hunk of, hunk of iron, buddy. I'm going to use this magic sword and just throw it at whatever uh, wizard Howard is throwing next <laughs> fight this wizard <laughs> but i think i think what's really cool is that it eats spells somehow <laughs> like it, it reminds okay so have you seen you've seen uh, how to train your dragon sure okay well you know how Actually, I haven't. The, the, the way the dragon's fire looks when they do it's like they spit it out but like you can see it built under the scales Right. Like okay, Godzilla. Like I imagine yeah. that, but backwards. Like he's just yeah. He's a magicor. Yeah. He's he, 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 he's he's the the land is so broken that he just draws from it. I like I'm it. gonna cast disintegrate. Oh yeah. Um, now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we, we, we made a mistake. <laughs> that's not how. That's not how the magicor actually works. But that's, it'd be really that's, cool if it did. That's definitely how it works. Okay. <laughs> that's how it works when I'm gonna run. <laughs> There's like a one in twenty chance it just eats the spell that you're casting. <laughs> Jump. One in twenty, more like ten on twenty. No. <laughs> Man, yes. I just keep rolling these ones. It's Whoa, so weird to say. Well, why don't you roll? Why don't you roll it in browser? No, no, no. I really like this dice set that I got. <laughs> there is a got me. It's very expensive. I need to use it every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get upset if I don't. <laughs> but then. One of the coolest parts, which I'm pretty sure Howard, if you're listening, you're gonna be really excited about this. They have a brand new class, the Scion. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna talk about. Never mind. I thought you were gonna talk about something. Else. No, no. So, the Scion harness the power of the mind to shape reality, telepathically link with other creatures, and perceive reality far beyond the normal sensory capabilities. Now, I I I know they're probably not gonna do this. I have faith in WebDM to to really think this through, but I really hope it's not just, oh yeah, it's just a wizard, just doesn't need material components, you know? Cause that's like, that's like I a lot it. of like, yeah. yeah. Cause like there's, there's like, what's it? There's a couple of psionic enemies and wizard of the coast, just like, no, they have spells. It just doesn't need material components. I'm like, wow, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you nah, know? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. They're building it up pretty hype. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then they have some new subclasses. Um, so I'm going to go over the ones that they allowed us to to talk about. So the first one is the Scavenger Ranger, which name sounds mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like a survivalist type. Um, like an ultra survivalist ranger would be really cool. Yeah. Um, the Which I'm assuming has like extra advantage on like uh, for, for, not forgery. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Foraging. Foraging. Jesus. Yes. I, I would imagine if it's like a scavenger, it, it, I, I would hope, especially because it's going with like exploration stuff, it would probably have like some sort of skill where they like repurpose things yeah, that they like find. Make make different weapons plus one based on what you find and stuff like that. Or like make like make like different ammo for like your bow and That'd stuff cool. like that. Like that would be really neat. Yeah. And then the as, as ascetic cleric. Ascetic. Ascetic which, cleric. 
which an ascetic cleric is um ascetic is a type of religion where you get rid of all worldly possessions it's like oh. it's like the it's like the like classic a, like a monk type the classic brown robe like friar tuck monk you know huh i wonder how that's gonna play along I mean, it. The whole idea is that it's a post-apocalyptic thing, right. so it's kind of like. So it's, I, I, I kind of get the idea that, but like the ascetic cleric is going to be like this wandering monk, that's just like you know, like a pil- like an actual pilgrim, like you know. So, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna get rid of this mace. My worldly possession chucks it at the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I am now <laughs> cleric. <laughs> Enlightenment will find you, my child. <laughs> It hits you with your shepherd's crook. <laughs> Get rid of your worldly possessions. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I think that would, I so so if if it says it's not gonna have worldly possessions, I would imagine it's probably gonna be something where like it's a light armor yeah. proficiency, probably like probably something that's gonna be like like hope, maybe face. maybe like a cleric monk hybrid kind of a thing. Ooh. You know, that'd be interesting. Be like a lot, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, that's so. uh, that's a lot of uh, possibilities right there, and then they're gonna have the techno wizard. Techno wizard, <laughs> who, who gives a shit about the cleric? Techno wizard. <laughs> Daft Punk shows up in a post-apocalyptic world. One <laughs> <laughs> more time, you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, <laughs> they 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 float in in a in a in a, in a pyramid shape base uh, rock, robot rock, rock. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly curious about that one. Is it gonna be like an artificer type thing? It might be something. It might it. Because really I am, I am ninety percent sure it's not going to be about techno music. Mm. Oh <laughs> darn it! Dang it! No, no, that's for the bard. <laughs> techno bard. It's, it's called techno wizard, but it's actually a bard subclass. <laughs> uh, no, if we 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 never went over it because we we haven't talked about it yet. But Starfinder has a class called the mechanic, mm-hmm. which is they can use. Not magic, but it's like mechanical stuff. Knowledge and and kind of and and they have a familiar, which is like a drone. So maybe something kind of like that. That'd be fun. Bit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or, you know, in a, you know, in a world where where you know magic has been changed, really, it's it seems fitting that a wizard will do the next big. Okay, I can use my big brain to handle magic. I'm gonna handle okay. technology now. You may, maybe maybe it's a world now where like technology has to become a crutch to handle magic. Yeah, or that's true. You know? And then we have the oath of the monster champion paladin, which that uh, that has a lot of like interesting uh, words in it. Oath of the monster champion. Yeah. Like, that, that that was the only one where like it, it immediately didn't spring anything to my mind. I'm like, I'm gonna have to read that. To yeah, understand. I honestly like monster hunter maybe. But it says monster champion. You like, champion it, over the monster. If it was something like Oath of the Monster Slayer or something, or maybe it's like maybe it's like they're championing for the monsters yeah. or something. Like yeah. maybe like, hey, not all monsters are bad or I don't know. That's gonna have to be something like when when the book comes out, I'm gonna have to read it to really kind of Understand wrap my brain it. around it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, and then it's gonna have obviously the the travel tra- traverse traverse mechanics, all that kind of stuff. 
10 look 10 locations um again like they said this is not a setting they're gonna have these locations created so you can pop them anywhere you want mm-hmm. um monsters like we talked we just talked about the magic core it's gonna be a plethora of them adventure hooks a myriad of tools and toys to help gm create encounters adventures and even entire campaigns so it's gonna be a supplement really i really like i really like the uh, the spell that they came up with and the and the concept that follows with it where there's like an arcane sickness mm-hmm. where it's like where it you cast a spell essentially what it is like you cast a spell and it makes all the spell casters have to roll a constitution save and every time they cast a spell they instead gain a sickness and and instead of casting that spell they instead spread the contagion and it's just like this weird like whoa i never thought of that yeah it's like it, it like that kind of blew my mind honestly which so. i think is man especially for like a survival type uh type mm-hmm. adventure like that can fuck you up real quick if it's someone's like, oh, come on, I, I really need a spell, please. Ah, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> you were counting on that, and now you're, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um, I'm sick, and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm obviously extremely excited about this. Um, Andrew and I were already looking forward to the to the book. The fact that they reached back and let us talk about it, I think it's the best thing ever. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, and, like, I, the, the sample that they gave us, I love the fact that they have Jim Davis talk through the whole book you know they had like a little like uh kind of like well it's jim it's jim davis and jonathan pruitt right yeah yeah yeah. they're both in there yeah, yeah, yeah but i think the ones we got we only i only saw jim davis um like you know what i'm talking about like uh you know how like when you yeah. look at sanathars you have like little bits from sanathar right, like, right through the book well yeah this one has little sections of wisdom from jim davis um mm-hmm. at least the ones i've seen uh so that's pretty cool um and yeah we are very excited. It comes out. The Kickstarter opens on uh, June 9th. Um, so make sure to go to their Facebook. We're going to post a link on our uh, YouTube for this video. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we can post a link on podcast descriptions. But we're going to have a link on this video for you guys to go check out the Kickstarter. Uh, make sure to back them. I'm already, I'm already going to get the deluxe edition. Andrew is probably going to get the regular edition because he hates me. Yes. Because I'm a, I'm a poor peasant. No, because you know how to handle money on, like, me. <laughs> I don't know how to handle... You did not see my recent Amazon purchase. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think those are the main news that we have. Pretty awesome was, stuff from that Kickstarter. That was the news. What are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, the big news, for sure, which is pretty exciting. Um, and, now, and now time for our favorite part of the show. Session highlights. Session highlights. Wait, do we have session highlights? That's the sound of session highlights because we don't have any. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, did you just fart? <laughs> it's just an empty desert. Just... Yes, we we are right now ending our two-week break from Descent into Avernus. Andrew over is. here is getting ready. What are you doing? The screen. <laughs> Andrew here is getting ready to run. Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I am super excited about my character, who is this guy who got sent to the north by his family. He has a a furry coat and a cool direwolf pet. He's pretty handy with a sword, and he he died once and came back. He can't. His name is Azor Ahai, but it's not actually that. It's (laughs) Jon Snow, but it's not actually that. (laughs) It's 
<laughs> fuck uh something uh, aim aim on to aegon targaryen but it's not <laughs> it's that. definitely not that either <laughs> andrew are you what do you want to you want to talk anything about that about no I don't, not anymore <laughs> yes i do i am i am super excited more anxious than anything only because and we're gonna go over this in session zero so it's like oh spoilers for anyone that's listening but this is gonna be quite the departure from the other adventures that we've had like this is like in terms of not tone but like well no maybe tone <laughs> but like in terms of like pacing and this because this obviously um i don't know if i told you guys this or not this is obviously a very exploration based adventure so it's just there's going to be a lot going on but it's up to you guys to determine the trajectory of this adventure, if that makes sense. So, and it's like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very eager about some parts, but it's also that eagerness is kind of underlined with a bit of anxiousness. Cause it's like, it really, it's a really like, this could kind of fall apart if <laughs> I don't do it right. You know? So it's just, I, it, this, this is a big this adventure is a big undertaking for me so i'm very i'm very excited to see how it goes well i'm pretty sure you're gonna like, kick it out of the park wait what is that the word hit it out of the park kick it kick it out of the park <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> i am i am very i think everybody is super stoked because everybody's talking well mainly me <laughs> about my stupid character ideas <laughs> Well, you and Robert are, are talking a lot. Yeah, well, so. I'm pretty sure. Like, Howard contacted you. He wanted to play a turtle, mm -hmm. no? No, he 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 he's he's given me a couple of ideas of what he wanted to play. He's you know because and you he's know for sure that song. yeah you know for sure that Heather and Alex already have like their dual their dual characters ready to. to well, talk about. I mean, there there are things in session zero that might play against you, that that's kind of that's actually one of the things why i haven't really put you know my main idea i want to play a sorcerer that's like i've always wanted to play a right. sorcerer i think you know i'm gonna play a sorcerer um but like i haven't gone too deep into it because you told us that like session zero is going to dictate a lot of different things including background and mm -hmm. i want to take session zero to develop my character further right now all i know right. more than likely it's going to be a sorcerer draconic draconic bloodline type think maybe i'll go a little crazier than that i don't know yet it's either that or an arcane archer so i can i can definitely say or i i'm, I'm certainly hoping but just based off of what's in here i think session zero is going to be very fun in of itself just because there's a lot there's there's like quite a bit that's going on in that right and, so. and and i mean honestly i didn't think session zero for uh avernus was gonna be fun but everybody had a blast that day Right, you know, especially but, I mean, especially rolling our stats. <laughs> but I mean, this is going to be even more involved in that because, like, really, when with session zero for Avern, it's like, yeah, we were creating our characters, and we had that like secret that kind of like brought us all together. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it was like, okay, well, what do you want your character to right. be? So this one's going to be very driven by the story. Where whereas Ice Windale, like, there are things like, no, like this is the reason why you're here, or maybe not, maybe it is. Right. It all depends. Like, it's it's an actual roll of the dice. So, I'm really we'll looking. I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm I'm so yeah. excited. I told you I was like, why are we not playing last Wednesday? I was like, why are we not playing last Wednesday? I don't know. I don't. Uh, you know, I I, I I was starting to think the same thing <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, no, I've I've and it's. 
I'm excited. I, I'm so happy that I'm gonna be behind the screen again. Like I was, I'm itching to play. But mm-hmm. but I think besides all that is the fact that like I woke up the other day and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta prep. I'm like, oh wait, I don't have to prep anymore. <laughs> now what do I do? What do I do with my free time? <laughs> Just looked at my hand for like 30 minutes trying to decide what I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> but like there there are. This is going to sound really weird. But there are some particular parts in this adventure where it's like you're going to have to remove your D&D hat. You Ooh. know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like I'm just saying like there is it's a big shift in tone for and pacing for some of these adventures. Well, you told me uh, you told me that you wanted to do a lot more of like uh weight and keeping track of actual that 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 alone really got me going because i was like oh yes please we haven't done that ever you know because it hasn't required us to do it really i think that's the main thing and i hope that it happens the same thing to happen with the whole dying thing in Undervernus, but it happens on this one with the you know encumbrance and 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 keeping yeah. track of ammunition and all that kind of stuff because if everybody likes it and because i know for sure that the character mancer in roll 20 it makes it easy to keep track of all that stuff right. um that w- i can implement that on the next adventures and it become like a standard for our group instead of being like an extra thing well i mean the only reason why i'm i'm even doing that kind of stuff is because like uh, if i was running like a, like avernus or like or even like curse of Strahd, i wouldn't be doing encumbrance or anything like that that's just like okay no there's already un- enough going on right but like this is like this is kind of the the point like you know you have to like resources are going to be a big thing in this adventure and so there's another thing like like i would say the best analogy for this is like it's going to be less the avengers and more the revenant where it's like slower pace right like you know like maybe maybe too many gratuitous shots of like scenic landscapes (laughs) and stuff like that you didn't need that many (laughs) you know you could yes they did andrew but no, I'm just, but like, but like, what's it? Like Heather was saying at the end of uh, when we were doing that Q&A for Avernus, like she wished there were some more slower parts so we can talk. Yeah. Here you go. Well, <laughs> so I, you I'm know. personally looking, but very, very much looking forward to all of that. I'm so excited. Can I make my character, Andrew? Give me a character sheet. No. Andrew, give me a character sheet. No, you're going to have to wait till Wednesday. <laughs> no. I told you, like, I I made a, I was like, plop, like, Drawing it in the Avernus chat, mm-hmm. and I did the rolls, and it was like almost all like 16s and 17s. And I'm like, man, I'm never gonna roll this high ever again. That's I? it. You you, 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 you ran out of the good rolls. Yeah. I screwed that's, myself over with that one. Yeah, you got all the good ones out of the way. Now it's all gonna be like 12s and 9s. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, not even. It's the highest gonna be like a 12 overall oh, with, oh. with with modifiers. Oh, with your <laughs> racial bonus at the 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that plus one to charisma. All right. First, 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 first thing the character does is kill itself. <laughs> jumps, <laughs> jumps down a cliff or something. It's just no. <laughs> All right, and then same character pops up, but he has a mustache. Yeah, I'm I'm his twin brother. He he already told me everything about you guys, so you don't have to introduce me. Also, you can refer to me by his name, and I will honor his memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, crap. All right. So I think that's everything we have for you guys today. I hope you all had a... It was kind of a long episode. 
actually probably like close to two hours so i hope you guys it was definitely longer for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah we had technical difficulties um yes thank you guys for listening as always uh make sure to go on june 9th when this episode comes out and check out the kickstarter for um web worlds of web dm weird wasteland Mm-hmm. Right, so I think yeah, said that. No, that's yeah, weird, 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 weird wastelands. Yeah, weird wastelands. Web DM. <clears throat> yeah, worlds of Web DM. You're, you're doing it. You're, uh, yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as always, make sure to join us. Actually, now make sure to join us every Wednesday for a live play of starting this Wednesday, uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, so you can see us die over and over again. Mm-hmm. Exposure. Exposure. It's fun. How are your fingers feeling? They're tingling. You're dead. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> How are your fingers? Just kidding. You don't have any. Why are they blue? <laughs> My fingers are black. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, you all have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, make sure to like us, comment, subscribe, hit that little bell button thing on the YouTubes and the notification thing on Spotify. Make sure to follow us. Leave us a comment if we did said anything wrong about the factions. Uh, if you think that my voice is annoying just leave us any comments please anybody i just need, I just to, need to feedback uh that was easy i just need to know that someone's listening <laughs> someone out there i'm tired of listening to him <laughs> jesus <laughs> all right guys you'll have a wonderful night bye bye